Earth 2020. Society is in ruins and a virus runs rampant among the world's humble citizens. They are lost. In these dark times, three wayward nerds cross paths at the House of India and realize they are destined to be friends. And so they be. This is their story. The story of the side quest. I will not do that. <laughs> I, I well, surprise, we're already recording. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I want a disclaimer. My kaiju knowledge mostly rests within the Godzilla universe. Pull that a little bit closer. No. <laughs> no. I do know a little bit about Zone Fighter. Oh, in my backpack. Man, but I know a lot about Godzilla. So I'm, that's where when, most when, of when my we get to it, I do want to talk to you about Shin Godzilla because that. Oh, dude. Oh, that, dude. That that was. We'll get to it, obviously. But that I remember watching that, and I'll be like, Have Damn. you seen the trailer for Minus One? I have not. Oh, you know, I didn't see the trailer for it. Shin Common Rider. Same director, same team who did Shin Godzilla are doing a Kamen Rider. I want to watch Shin Ultraman. Oh, but there's also I, Fuck. I've been interested in Ultraman, but... Well, I'm reading Ultraman by Marvel right now. It's I didn't even know that good. was a thing. It's not very good. It's the, not. the Netflix it's, anime was pretty bad. I'm and Ultraman hasn't even made an appearance. I'm two whole 23-page issues in. Yikes. And have not seen an appearance by Ultraman. Yeah, nah. Well, uh, hello everybody. Welcome back to the Side Quest Podcast. Oh, are we doing? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. Hi, I'm Luke. I'm Matt. I'm BJ. Uh, and I'm Nate. So, hey, boy, Nate. What's up, y'all? I appreciate you having me here. Dude, we're so glad to have you. So you posed us a question earlier, Nate. And, and we, now, had, we had to immediately uh, I, I stop want, you. I'll ask it again. And we'll go around the room. We'll go from Luke to Matt. Um, I don't want everybody to answer at the same time because that will affect the results. Now, my, I have my own opinion, but my opinion is based on kaiju movies. Now, do you, do you want, like... Just quick, answer. just two-word answer, just or like whatever feels right. Okay. Whatever feels right. Um, yeah, Luke, we'll start with you. The age-old question: <clears throat> When you are watching Japanese media, do you prefer sub? Oh, all Japanese media, or just because that, that it'll change? Yeah, because okay, okay, let's, yeah, let's just say anime. Let's okay. just say anime. Because I was gonna say anime. Yeah, it's do you prefer sub or dub? Dub if it's available, but I won't let that stop me from watching a, a right sub. Right there with you. Yeah. Right there with you. I would prefer in English. If it's not available, I'll be like, yeah, but this looks cool as fuck, and I'm going to watch it. And so. you get the added benefit of the characters going, ooh, yep. like yeah. Anyway. If I like it enough, I'll watch it both ways. Fantastic. So. Fantastic. BJ? It's a case-to-case basis for me. Understood. Like, for uh, My Hero Academia, which I've been holding Carmen and Matt's hands through. Um, the dub is it's exponentially the better. Way. They really? add, they add in uh, like screams and things where in the Japanese there's just silence. So okay. in in a case like that, I vastly prefer English. Um, if it's a game like Yakuza where it's all like, oh, we're in Tokyo, we're all Japanese people, I'm like, okay, I'm I I can't do this in English. It's gonna fuck me up. Live action stuff, same thing. Like. Oh. Has to be in Japanese. Yeah. Okay. If if okay. it if because anime I think has the benefit of like just mouth movements, so you can go, oh yes. yeah, whatever's coming out of there. But There's if I see not a, a lot of tongue move, if I see a Japanese man who's clearly not saying, I am from this whatever, and you're like, my okay. name is Michael Richards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, if, live action has to be subbed. Like anybody who watched Squid Games in English, y'all need to leave. Ooh, I, I that, it that one's not bad though. No, I've watched, seen it both it ways. Subbed. I watched Squid Games subbed. Yeah, I watched it subbed, which yeah. I was like, I have to, because they're Korean speaking Korean. I don't even think it was oh, be, dubbed when I watched it. It might have been a newer. I think dub. it's a. They came out with it like a couple of weeks after the original drop. Okay. After everyone watched it. Yeah, after everybody was like, quickly, after, quickly, after, we have to translate this. Billion dollars. <laughs> and then they made Squid Games in real life. The oh, game yeah, show. Terrifying. Now they're making a show about the success of Squid Games alongside Squid Game season, season two. two of Squid Game. It's a super weird situation. This is Netflix has got to milk it. About how I feel about that. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Say, I have opinions. Matt. Matt, how do you feel about sub versus dub? And I don't mean to take over. I'm no, no. This this is podcast is chill, man. Um, I it's it's a little both ways. I feel like I land usually on case to case, but for me, it's it's not if like if it's you know jab. It's more like if it's good. A good mm. dub, like mm. my hero, was a really good dub. But then I, I watched one of my favorite animes, being uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Yep. I watched it all subbed, okay. and so hearing it dubbed, I'm like, that's not the Al I know, and 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 I feel like it's a lot different for me. I feel, especially that. with you're like saying a lot of like guttural and just like it feels more natural. Yep. That's a part of it for me too, is because yep. I grew up watching Full Metal on like Adult Swim, which was all dub. Yes. Yeah. So going to Brotherhood, I was like, I need to hear. The English. Yeah, for me, even though like it, yeah, it just I can't. But I, was, I, I will at say, the same time, I feel like I could watch my hero subbed because I'm so engaged with the anime itself that it's really nice when it's like I'm less engaged, listen to something dubbed, I can turn away, and then I can you know like still be listening and processing what's yeah. happening. Um, so that's like a good thing about dubbed. But I think for the most part. Um, I, I mean, at least in like, it helps that modern a lot of modern like anime that's especially saying, at least are like, dubbed better. Like you go back and watch like OG, or like, they're just dubbed like well Akira. enough in English. Yeah, well, like like case went Akira like dubbed like that's the same voice Akira. actor who voices like ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Leave me alone! <laughs> ah! <laughs> No, but, like, a lot of, like, you look at, like, the 90s or early 2000s dubs, it was, like, they were just translating it and just kind of doing whatever. Whereas nowadays, it's, like, they translate it and then adapt it for English. It's a thought-for-thought translation Mm -hmm. versus a word-for-word translation. Yeah, so, like, like in in a lot of, like, in, um, in Jujutsu Kaisen, the English dub made a joke of, like... Oh, we're gonna have the school event. One of the characters goes, "Are we playing Smash? I'll kick your ass in the Wii version." Bet. And then, uh-huh. the, but then the Japanese one says Street Fighter. Like they okay. changed it, where it's like it's a fighting game. A lot of people in the U.S. are probably gonna like, know Smash more than they're gonna. Well, yeah. Have you Have you seen the Ghost Stories? Oh, of course oh I have. God. It's so good. It's so good. Oh my! Well, it's terrible, but well, it's you so know, good. What's the story behind it? So they, um, it was right in the period of time where anime was really blowing up in the West. Mm-hmm. They, uh, every studio was just like, get as many licenses as you can. We'll do whatever the fuck we want with it. But Ghost Stories didn't perform well even in Japan. So they bought the the license for like pennies on the dollar. And because nobody cared about it, they didn't give them any voice direction whatsoever. Oh, shit. So they essentially took it 
and these voice actors just made a parody series out of this existing anime. So there's a lot of racist jokes, <laughs> a lot of anti-Semitic <laughs> shit. It's oh, the no. funniest thing it's you could ever so see. It's so wild. It because is... I talked to BJ, I was like, Dude, have you seen ghost stories? Like, I think there's some person like isn't overdubbing, it on, and he's like, it's not an overdub. Is it, isn't it it's on Crunchyroll? Like, the whole yeah, thing? You yeah, can, you can watch you can it all You can officially watch this really racist, fucked up, like and my, all these kids all are these like, jokes. Yeah, it's so bad. It's no it's shit. like legitimately. What was the one? It my was, favorite line is "fill that hole, hole filler." <laughs> <laughs> what was the one where they where it was like, "Hey, you like they're they're doing like the track and field thing," and they literally say like, "Run like you're being chased by a big angry black man," and the and the kid goes, oh ah! my God. "Yeah, yeah." There's one where like the kids they're at like a family dining, they're having a family dinner as a brother and a sister and the dad, and the kids like, "I want you to like." Wear a dress and get a bra and make sure you stuff it because um, kids make fun of me for not having a mom at school. And then he's like, I'm not going to do that. And the sister's like, shut up, Steve. Okay, so this is the most insensitive dub. Yeah, in the 100%. It, it literally was like, I swear, someone was just like, oh, fucking, here, say something funny. How bad can we get? Yeah. Like, it, feel, it's very, it feels very intentional of like, we're just going to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. It it's definitely something where you're like a few drinks in, just turn it on and just die Laugh laughing. Your ass yeah, off. it's at, so good at the cultural insensitivity. Hey, yeah. might throw that on tonight. You know what I'm saying? Um, Potentially, <laughs> I would say in the dub versus sub question, my opinion would be. So my opinion is informed on different media than than y'all's is. And this podcast takes place in Tennessee, so I will say y'all multiple times. Um, Hell yeah, brother! Hell yeah, brother! My opinion is informed by different media. I'm surrounded by guys who like anime. Um, my basically full understanding of Japanese media is tokusatsu, which is uh, live-action special effects, usually involving giant monsters. Um, I grew up watching English dub Godzilla movies, and that just kind of it feels like home when the lips don't match what the people are saying yep. like it just it's it's comforting it touches me right in the heart so when I'm watching anime absolutely subbed I like and I learned that about myself <clears throat> sorry uh, I just cleared my throat I learned that about myself when I watched uh, every bodily function you do sorry I farted yeah. sorry I burped sorry, sorry I digested a little bit <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, I just had a thought. I don't know. (laughs) Um, When I started Attack on Titan, I was in love with the Japanese voices. Absolutely in love with just the way that they convey emotion. Their cast is is insane. Is just different than the way emotion can be conveyed in English. It's just it's different. That's and another. So, so that's another thing. Like what BJ said with uh, with Yakuza being like a Japanese series set in Japan. Yeah. Attack on Titan is one that I can't watch in Japanese because I'm like none of y'all. Like your name is Aaron Yeager. Yeah. yeah. I like, noticed. My like, name is Aaron Yeager. Aaron <laughs> <laughs> <Erin> Yeager. Aaron. <laughs> yeah. I'm like. I'm like. If you roll the R, it's a Japanese name. That's like how well, it it's but they're like the only one where I'm like, all right, Mik- Mikasa. Yeah, no, you you can you can sound foreign. Everyone else, it's like you are German, you are Jewish, a hundred percent. Like you're pointing out all these like European esque people. Where I'm like, come on. I mean, that's how I feel about Full Metal. Yeah, well, Full I'm, Metal is just alternate Germany. Yeah, hundred percent. The the, the 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 king of the country is literally everyone refers to him as the Führer. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. How much do you know about Full Metal Alchemist, Nate? Uh, nothing. There's a movie. 
at the end of the series where they go through this gate of truth and they go to the real world right when World War II starts. <laughs> so one of the best characters, there's alternate reality versions of all the characters. Uh, the guy that's the Fuhrer in the main universe is Jewish and he's being hunted by the Nazis. One of the best characters in the show who's like really obsessed with his daughter is a Nazi and he tries to kill the main character multiple times. You see like bombings in Germany and all this shit. It's crazy. Have, it, well, here's the other thing when I was thinking that you, as you brought up um, Attack on Titan. I This might be a really hot take, but I think for new anime watchers, Attack on Titan is a, is, is a poor place to start. It's not Japanese enough. It's not. Well, well but I think I think that kind of like, helps because like it, it, it tends to ease like yourself in. Yeah, it tends. It's like, to, a, it's like a well, it, it kind of teases people, you with like the people, tropes. But here's yeah. what because like thinking. when you start getting into Attack on Titan, because Attack on Titan has the same tropes. But of it's, it's Aaron too, is the most important boy. People watch other stuff yeah. and then they get turned off. Yeah, that's what I've known is that people watch guess, Attack yeah. on Titan and they're like, I don't get it, and or they'll be like when Chibi stuff happens, it like. They hate it. And they're like, this is... So when, when people watch anime, they want anime. They yeah. want they want a Japanese storyline that takes place in an... Ori- is Oriental the right word? It takes place in an Eastern country. There we go. I'd, I'd say probably of the... We're trying to phase out that word, I guess. Well, yeah. Oriental, actually, actually, Oriental refers to objects. So I, I haven't used it about a person. If it's an object, it's correct. But if you... If you use it in the sense that my grandfather uses it, then <laughs> absolutely incorrect. Dude. You cannot use it in that sense. We'll have to bleep this out, but my, <laughs> you, my, yeah. my, I, when I was doing cabinetry, my, uh, you know, just working, and then my boss goes, "Hey, can you pass me a?" And I was like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god." I'm trying to learn. This is the first podcast I've ever been on. I'm trying to learn how to convey my emotions without using just facial expressions. Sometimes silence works. My jaw just hit the yeah, floor. Yeah, si- silence speaks volume. <laughs> like, I was, oh, you you think that's bad. You should hear what my grandpa's term for jerry-rigging is. I don't even, oh, I'm, I don't even want to know. I'm going to show this to my friends. Yeah. <laughs> So there's worse terms. <laughs> yeah. No, there's certainly worse I, terms. I would say of good, like, introductory anime, I would say Full Metal Brotherhood. Well, maybe not even that, because that's not super anime I still either. think Death Note is the best. I was about to or say. Or Castlevania. I was about to say. I Castlevania is Cas- so bad. From what I've Castlevania is good, is, but, like, Death it, Note is... It's super American. It's different. Yeah. Which is why because it's, it's such like, an easy, guess, yeah. one concise story. Mostly it's also, takes it's also, place in a high school, doesn't no. it? No, so no, it's uh, that's that's when it starts because he's in high school when he gets yeah, the when notebook, he finds the and then note. he very quickly graduates, goes to college, and becomes an adult. But he has the notebook. It's because it, he it is a it is a crime thriller with yes. a supernatural twist, yes. and you know, like they're dealing with like police organizations and like like quite literally like it's like a chess game, yeah, like a modern police chess game. If I had a death note, I would just write all cops. <laughs> that's what Light should have done. He would have just won immediately. No, like that's that's the well, so that's the best part about Except the Death Note. Fucking dad. It has. <laughs> yeah, but he lets his dad die anyway. Sorry, so, but you know it's still. It, yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. I, I'd I'd say if you want to get into like. Especially anime nowadays. Of the middle and end, he doesn't. The, in the beginning, he kind of does. I, I would say Kinda. like. My Hero Academia, and. Jujutsu Kaisen and Black Clover, like the the and like Fire Force, <laughs> are very good of just like get in. Well, maybe Fire Force is a bit too fan servicey sometimes, but 
Uh, when you say fan service, do you mean skinny titties. girls with big boobs? Titties. Yeah, okay. Oh, so, but yeah. at the same time, that's also very anime. It's very anime, but like, like Fire Force, I so think... So is My Hero. I mean, look at One yeah, Piece. Yeah, My Hero. Man. My Hero. All these 13-year-olds are stacked in My Hero. Final Fantasy 16 is also pretty fan servicey. Clive's got those big-ass titties. That's fair. Clive is stacked as well. Clive is a thin, slutty little waist he no, but honestly, like the way I tell people to get into anime is like just find something that looks cool, yeah. and like just go in because I mean, like, there's plenty of stuff if you want like you, you want, know like cyberpunk like kind of you know like futuristic just stuff. Just watch that. Cyberpunk Edgerunners. There's, there's yeah, there's there's high fantasy. There's I mean there's just about everything. Like it, big robots. Yeah, like it's it's quite like just like does this look robots. cool to you, <laughs> or or just go online like if you really like action, just go online best anime fights and see like oh that looked cool. What anime is that from? And like start there because like, I mean oh, essentially it's gonna be like I'll, a lot I'll be, of Shippuden. How do you guys feel about it's the sub voice of Goku? If you look up best anime fights, that's yeah, for certain. <laughs> no, but like the like honestly like the way I got into anime was like I was obviously I, I watched like Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh as a kid and like Dragon Ball, but like those were like I didn't view them as oh it's Japanese because I didn't know. When I actually got into anime was like through Death Note and Bleach because those two were like the first I had seen, like and through YouTube back when YouTube could just have anything uploaded. It was like yeah, no it, copyright. It was claims. like Death Note episode one part one is like first ten minutes of the thing, yeah, and I'm just going through like a playlist. Six episodes. Yeah. yeah, I'm just going through like a playlist. Watch that. Started watching Bleach. Got super into that, and then through Bleach, just like I found Naruto. I found Fairy Tale. Just kind of went down the rabbit hole of just anything that I could get my hands on. Yeah. And then here I am now. But, like, it's literally just, like, find something that seems cool. And Because, yeah, Death Note was super sick. And I was like, that's interesting. Watched it. Loved it. Got into Bleach. Because I'm like, oh, cool. Ghosts and j swords that change shape depending on the person's soul. That's fucking I, sick. I would like and just to keep know going. what your opinion is from not watching it and just being super on the sideline. But what is your opinion or thoughts of One Piece? Uh, my so I when I was about ten years old, One Piece would come on on Adult Swim, and I would watch a little bit of it. Um, so I'm a big comic book fan. So I love Mr. Fantastic. He's one of my top five favorites. Um, Luffy is like a he's not like Mr. Fantastic at all, but he has the same powers. Yeah. So I thought it was really cool. Um, I think that One Piece objectifies women in a crazy way. I think that where's that statue of, at, Matt? All of the women in One Piece, <laughs> right there. Know, where? It's right behind <laughs> the monitor. I've said it once before. All of the women in One Piece are built like Victoria's Secret models. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. If that was the world that we well, live like, in, it's just would... well. The reason I ask is it. It is. I mean, it's the biggest. What I was manga. about to say is okay. So that's a yeah, before question. you really interrupted him, Matt. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding. I, shut I, up. I like the way you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Just like yeah, shut up, Luke. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> um, I was gonna get into the point of the fact that I think that because I'm not an anime guy, but because I am very certainly a Western comic guy. Um. That is my that is my greatest passion in life, aside from, I don't know, I guess teaching people about Jesus is something that I really love. But um, If only there was a comic I mean, that did that. I mean, I love, <laughs> I absolutely love Western superhero comics. Cape shit. I love cape shit. I love it so much. Um, I think that manga is a better introduction to that sort of thing for me. I think that watching manga adaptations will probably be a really good introduction for me. 
Um, I know that One Piece is long as shit. It, I know that it's absolutely grueling to get through, and I've heard that the middle of it is like a slog fest. Just an absolute. So is the fest. beginning because it's they they have the beginning and it's it's so long. It's the same thing as Naruto, where it's so drawn out, so much filler, fights take forever, and then they got a budget, and and these like at least like currently. It's crazy what these animators are doing. It, oh, it's ridiculous. It's incredible. Uh, and so I'm looking forward to it, but I've only watched 200 episodes in, which only what, which like is 4,000. Oh, there, there's, there's, there's the one, there's 1,000 something right now. Oh, what's, what's there, there, there's, like, there's, there's currently in the, in the manga, at least in the U S there are 1,087 chapters with a new one coming in five days. Uh, and, and is a chapter right, basically a, a comic? An issue. Chapters okay, like it's an issue. Generally, like thirteen pages. Okay, thirteen but to right 20. now we have, I'm thinking of like a twenty-three page Western comic. It's it's like fifteen to in in twenty-five. It's like a special. Like your first issue is typically longer. Yeah, it's usually about like, 50. It's like a giant size. Kind of yeah, and then but and then right now we have animated. I think up to 160, oh, 1,067. And they, they took a break to do like the One Piece Red movie, so they had episodes that were like tying yeah. into the movie. So well, they're doing a thing now where they're just reanimating the big arcs as just movies. Yeah. Oh, so that, that'll be a much easier way to... <laughs> That's how I'm probably going to okay. actually fully watch have, them, yeah. I have a question. Yeah. How do we feel about the fact that One Piece is getting a live action adaptation? Well, we don't. Oh, we don't. Bad. We. <laughs> yeah. do you, I would feel bad too. Look, do you know? Have did you, you watch, seen Cowboy yeah, Bebop? Shitty. No, the old, oh my no, god! I never watched Cowboy Bebop's live action. No. The Netflix adaptation. Yeah. I never watched it. Oh, this. Um, this so you've seen the original. My first. My only foray into live action. Gosh, I'm gonna sound like such a fucking idiot because it's not an anime, but. 2000 what seven's last airbender i count that because it was still shit as well <laughs> that was awful. yeah that that makes oh, it more of an anime <laughs> and did you hear that the new one is gonna be shit because the like original people yeah the guys like signed they were like fuck this we're out yep so but the new the new oh no the new like third yeah. way oh, into no. it they were like the net the netflix live action avatar which the original writers were a part of were like we're not nah, uh-uh I'm out. Oh, son yeah. of a bitch. So it's going to be bad. But they are continuing the Aang story now, animated. Yes, yeah, so they're going to get more shit. So we're going to get, like, young adult Aang. Which I'm all down for. Yeah, fantastic. Fan- like, fully realized Avatar Aang. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's that's fantastic. With badass, uh... What's his fucking name? Zuko. Uh, no. Oh, Sokka. 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 Yeah. Sokka with his hair down is so hot. <laughs> with, his, with his black sword. But he, he, the he meteorite lost, sword. He, well, he lost it in the final fight. It fell off the airship. Yeah, he lost the boomerang too. No, it came back at the end. Oh, just yeah, like all right. boomerangs yeah. do. Just like, but he lost. Like, he, lost the, he did lose the sword. It fell off the airship. Sir, the plane's too heavy. Throw out those excess boomerangs. Yes, sir. Bad news, sir. <laughs> also, good news. It's bad. So, we do have boomerangs still. <laughs> good news and bad news. What's the good news? Well, we still have weapons. <laughs> Uh, I honestly li- like live action. Whoops! There, there's a the sorry. Ca- he dropped his phone. <laughs> the cowboy bebop. He's also breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, whenever he gets Luke, on when he has a headset on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard you with a headset, but from what I gathered, that was funny. So, think really old pugs. <laughs> 
Oh, shit. Holy shit. <laughs> like a pug that's dazed from getting put down. Yeah. That's in the diaper. <laughs> Named Princess pitiful. or something. Holy shit. Help me already. That was what a good were we one. talking about? <laughs> Live action adaptions. Uh, yes. I was talking about how shit the, the Cowboy Bebop one was. Because I, I told you guys about it, because y'all didn't watch it. Of course not. I'm not giving I, them a penny. I sat through it, because I'm like, I gotta see how bad it is. Terrible. But there was one line that that's when I clicked off. and it was When, it was, we, when we were I, at the, the boat, he wasn't even included yeah. in the talk. So when we went, we had the press passes to the convention, The one of the voice actors for... Cowboy Bebop, the African American guy. His name. Wait a minute, is- you had press passes? Yes, I, I actually. I've been getting a lot of texts about that recently. No shit. <clears throat> um, we we went to MTech, got those press passes. Middle uh, Tennessee Anime Convention. <laughs> I was thinking Middle Tennessee Electric. Co- uh, yeah, we. Uh, that's, that's, that's yeah. We did an expose yeah, on the electric yeah. company. <laughs> But, um, Your bill is passed, dude. Fuck! Yeah, it's like, ah, I got a call from them yesterday. <laughs> but yeah, we, we went to this con, we took our camera, and then we filmed just like every event, every big event that they had. And one of the big ones that they had was an interview with the guy that voices Jet in the original Cowboy Bebop. Oh! And uh, there's a point in the interview where he talked about how he was an army, like, attorney. Uh-huh. A lawyer, like, yeah. Yeah. And uh, somebody was like, what What were your weirdest cases? Yeah. And he was like, um, the first one, some guy pissed off a balcony and hit somebody. And then the second one <laughs> was dog sodomy. <laughs> pissed off the porch all the time. And we got that on video, the dog sodomy dog part. Sodomy. And we just cut in right there and, for the and video. Was so, what's so good is the guy who was the uh, head of media was like next to him, like kind of talking back and forth and he says i hope nobody's recording the 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 bow we were right in front of the stage with our camera and we were standing there like deers in the headlights and and he like looked this guy's talking about dogs fucking a dog he like, says i hope nobody's recording and the and the media guy looks right at us and goes he looks directly into the lens of our camera and he goes <laughs> oh shit the, the clip is literally like we're gonna go see bo billingsley it's gonna be fire can't wait to hear what he talks about and then immediately just goes bo billingsley dog sodomy and we cut it right there <laughs> <laughs> just move on to the next the, whatever the next bit was uh, can't wait to see what comes up next year yeah if they let us back after that <laughs> that was so much fun I, so I like fun. think back to it as just being especially then we got the, the private interview with Kyle McCarley that, that was great like a blast. and well he so he then voices the main character in that Iron Blood and Orphans uh, Gundam mm-hmm. anime the, the fucking best Gundam anime yeah. I fucking love that it show it was awesome it was it was a lot of fun. Very intimidating, though. And what was really cool is we, for the most part, other than like I think like three questions, we led the interview. Yeah. No shit. Mm-hmm. It was it was really we at first we were like oh I guess this is we're just gonna record and he's like do you have questions he's not really taking any questions and I was like can we show him our questions and he was like oh these are great and uh, we got to ask him you yeah. just got to ask all kind of questions. Well, we basically went through out. our whole list. Like the guy asked him about hockey a couple times to like loosen him up, and then he was like, "You guys got this." <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "I don't think we do." <laughs> See, at this very moment, well, we we got a couple that he was like, "Damn, like I really like how y'all word that question." He like started thinking, like, "Yeah, that, that got we, me really we, hard." We all yeah. were just, yeah. <laughs> we all were just like, <laughs> "That's a great question," because it was uh it wasn't what's your favorite voice act, like what's it, your favorite character you voice because like, people was, ask me that all the time it was of all the characters you voiced which one has like been like which one has related to you the most whether in terms of like it was like whether in terms of your actual your points ideals, in your life or, yeah it was like it was like how do you like in the, in the moment well like what it was happening in life that you really like 
Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, damn. Like, he was literally like, I love how that question's worded. And he's like, oh, let me. It felt like it, a yeah. hot ones where the guy was like, that's the best question I've ever Yeah, like, like we're, we're, yeah. Literally, we're literally over here just like, I look so good at this. <laughs> yeah. That's, there's a festival going on right now. Uh, a convention, I guess you could call it. It's not really a festival. But it's called G-Fest. And I'm very, very jealous that I'm not at G-Fest. I hope to get tickets for G-Fest next year, but it's the Godzilla Festival. Oh, hell yeah. So what do they generally do at these things? Dude, So they actually get a real Godzilla. No, (laughs) So they get Godzilla to come and destroy the They get a 50 meter tall irradiated lizard (laughs) and he comes and he kills everybody. It's It's really fun. There's a potluck after. It's it's, it's like the modern day Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, no, it's a cult. It's definitely a cult and at the end everybody dies after all having sex with each other, so. Yeah. But then you I get mean, to go to the spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's worth it. The multiple Pause people for drinks. just took a drink. <laughs> a big, a it was both of them at the same time. Me and BJ just... Okay. I was like, it's too late to drink now. <laughs> it's never too late to drink. That's right, buddy. It's never too early either. <laughs> well, I, I'm... Super down to start getting into Godzilla. Oh my god. Kaiju gosh. and Dai Kaiju. Man. Tell me about it. <laughs> no, you tell you us about it. You tell us about it. That's why you're Reverse here. It. <laughs> Flip the script. Let me tell you about it. <laughs> Perfect. Um no, I'm I'm certainly no expert, but I have close to two decades of of experience with Godzilla movies. Um I know I know a thing or two about daikaiju in general. So the the Japanese term for monster is kaiju, and the Japanese term for giant monster is daikaiju. Um, but they get used interchangeably all the time. Right. Um, to be fair, I've never heard the term daikaiju. So. Daikaiju just means giant yeah. monster. But it, you know, if you ask what Godzilla movies are, they're they're monster movies. You know, oh, okay. somebody would just say they're a monster movie. So okay. it's just a kaiju. He's just a kaiju movie. Okay, but but, but Godzilla is a daikaiju. He's a daikaiju. Okay. He's a gi- in fact, the Godzilla uh, so like fandom page so mentions got, well, was it giant daikaiju, and that's very redundant. It doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> extra big. Yeah, <laughs> he's a big big monster. We, we he's just a big big boy. Spider into the Spider Verse, where the guy says Chai Tea, and he's like, Chai just means. Oh, y'all watch it. You're saying TT. Do you want some coffee? Coffee. You guys watched the Cross Spider Verse finally? Yes, dude. Great movie. I'm the only one that has so fucking good. I haven't seen it either, and I'm so good. And I was like ready for it to end. I was like, I have not seen Cross Spider Verse. This is gonna be a long ass movie, and then it ends. I was dude. Well, to be fair, I, I, I knew ahead of time because originally it was called Across the Spider-Verse Part 1, and then they dropped the Part 1 title at some point. What's the next one going to be? Beyond. Beyond, yeah. Beyond the Spider-Verse? Uh, you know, what, you know so speaking good. of Beyond, I would love a Batman, Batman Beyond, Beyond movie. movie. That's what I've Dude, been saying. A but, Batman Beyond movie with Michael Keaton as the grown-up Batman. Uh-huh. And let's we, see, who do I want to play Terry McGinnis? Steven, I, Yoon, Steven Yoon from Walking Dead. The, no, the, what's no. It? And, uh, who's the guy from Kingsman? He would be good. Well, no, Terry McGinnis Terry is, is... Maybe. He's he's Asian. Oh, Somewhat Asian persuasion. Really? I'm, I'm um, sorry to say it, but in, in my head, Ken and Terry McGinnis has always been white. And I wanted—I mean, to, yeah—I I, I wanted I, to say Timothy Chalamet because he's so fucking hot. But, <laughs> um, he's too—he's too—he's just a little too skinny to play Terry McGinnis. I think who I would want to play Terry McGinnis is shit. Who do I want to play Terry McGinnis, dude? Who, who honestly? Tom Holland would be an amazing Terry McGinnis. It's that, a shame that he's already. I'd been watch that. 
Who who's the guy who was just in the Guardians three? Oh, uh, Will Poulter. The if he grew oh, out his that hair, would be awesome. if he grew out his hair. I mean, especially how big he is. Dude, he got it. big for Guardians. Yeah. he said, and he stays. He stayed big for the he bear. Stated. He stayed big for the bear. Dude's tattoos. He's so hot onions. in the bear, dude. <laughs> he stated, "I'd never recommend anybody follow my workout regimen that I used to get big for Adam Warlock because he apparently. I mean, I know for a fact that Marvel pumps them full of steroids. Like, that, uh, there's no way that's that why Chris I know. That's why they don't release that regimen steroids. <laughs> but um, yeah, well, Poulter would. Be, he's got a similar face to the. To the Tim versus Terry McGinnis. Yeah. He's got a similar face. I, I don't like Will Poulter's face. I'm going to be honest. I want to punch it. What if it like but a young Harry, Henry I, Cavill? I think, I think but to me, built like he's. A young Henry Cavill would be but, perfect. But built like, like you know, he's like just a swim massive. type. He's the most beautiful like, man. Yeah, like Geralt and Mission I, Impossible. Fallout, dude. Mission Impossible Fallout. We just so they had not seen any of the Mission Impossible. So I've only like, seen the one where he climbs Burj Khalifa. That's the only. So, one so we watched. So you watched four. Yeah. Well, no, we started one, and, and then they were on their they were on their phones yeah, Protocol. the or, whole time, and I was like, "Fuck it, we're just gonna watch four because at four, that's when it became. That's when Tom good. Cruise becomes like, like executive producer, executive producer, director, yeah, like, and he really starts trying to kill himself. And I read that the other day. It was like the Mission Impossible movies <laughs> is his suicide letter awesome because it's just a suicide letter. In the next movie, in the like the final movie, he's gonna turn to the camera and be like, at the final study, he's, he's just gonna. gonna he's like, just say, I can't stop recording. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and do whatever fucking thing, but like purposely fucking up. Actually, kill himself. Do not stop the yeah, recording. He, like he's he's gonna have some dirt. Like the director, the, the director's in like fucking uh, Weinstein's black book. He's like, I will release shit if you stop recording. I'll make sure. There's a dead Tom man's Hanks. trigger. I will let them know everything that you've yeah. fucking done. <laughs> you better put this in IMAX, motherfucker. <laughs> Boom! So we watched first one. We watched the first one. Or like sorry, four. Yeah, we watched part of one. Then we watched four one night. That same night. Same night. And we're like, oh, this is great. We loved it. Then a week later, we watched Tenet because... I want to see Tenet. Great it's movie. got Idris Elba in it, doesn't it? No. no. Um, uh, uh, it's, it's Idris Elba light. <laughs> who, who, who is it? I don't know. He was in... Oh, what is he was in? He, he's been in a couple movies. I don't even know. The character doesn't even have a yeah, name. Yeah, the character's name is the protagonist. It's which is so bad. Bad. I hate Tenet now. I, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but that, no, I, trust that me. Lazy. Trust me. No, no, no. There, there's a thing. There's a reason if, for if it. If you watch it with subtitles, there's a point in the movie where We're someone refers to him as the protagonist. He has no name, nothing to, to differentiate his subtitle from someone else. Once he's called the protagonist, it just says the protagonist. And then, changed, yeah, from the, the subtitles so change. Fucking, that's kind of cool. It's it, artist, cool. dude. It's fucking that's awesome. And then, cool. yeah, he just doesn't have a name because it's this. I mean, it's like the most secret organization. More than any it's, government secret organization. It was, it was fucking wild. It was. It's, Robert it's, Pattinson is also in it, and he is the best. Robert character. Pattinson's the best Batman that's ever been around. He's the only Batman that's never killed anybody. Um, Batman is a Nokia hero. He's the also only Michael Batman White that's actually a fucking Batman detective. Michael Kane's that he believes that everybody is Kane. redeemable. Dude, yeah, Michael. Okay, Ma Michael Kane. This is Michael why. This, yeah, Michael well. Kane's in. Well, Michael Kane's in any Nolan movie. Um, that's that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's just a thing with him and Nolan, I guess. But no. I, this is why I like having you on this podcast, dude. Fucking Robert Pattinson's Batman is the fucking best. He he. Oh oh, says. Oh wait, that's not. Never mind. He fell asleep during the movie, and he. I had to pee, but I liked the movie. <laughs> okay, okay, I saw I'm the last half. That movie's too long. I'm sorry. Oh, it's, trust me. That scene. That scene movie. of him driving through Gotham on his bike could have been ten minutes shorter. Well, no, not even that. And oh, could have. With you, my wife. Because then I would. I would have been able. I would have been able to pee sooner. He if, was. He was doing like. The I was literally shaking the fucking aisle seat. Because I had to pee so fucking him. bad. 
No, dude. It's just it, the movie didn't need the the Riddler was very methodical. He was not a he was not an indiscriminate murderer. He killed people that regardless of the actual morality of it fit in with his idea of revenge upon the elite of Gotham. Um, the movie could have ended after the Riddler was apprehended, but for some reason they had to go into this. He's going to flood grand, Gotham. Grand hoopla <laughs> at the end where he blows up the dam and it, it makes a very cool sequence. And in fact, I think that Robert Pattinson embodies the uh, moment that he becomes Batman better than any actor has ever embodied that before, but much better than Christian Bale because he, when he's climbing from the electrical wire, and he looks upon the people of Gotham suffering. He decides in that very moment, my life is not worth as much as their lives. I, I'm literally getting chills, and that's just how much of a fucking idiot I am. But I'm, I'm getting chills talking about it because he decides that the people of Gotham are worth better than himself. And he sacrifices himself right there. I believe wholeheartedly that Robert Pattinson's Batman believed he was going to die when he cut the electrical wire. And he fell into the water. I believe that he believed he was going to die. Uh, but him doing that solidified his place as the actual protector of Gotham. He is Batman the, after doing that. Those scenes after it where he's like holding that woman's hand. Dude, and like it's all the, beautiful. Yeah, that it's absolutely really beautiful. Yeah, for sure. It's absolutely beautiful. I, I, uh, I want the next movie... Cause like now that he knows like well because like I think the next movie is like what is what is what does Gotham need should it be Bruce Wayne or should it be Batman and I want it to be that like can I do better like have him like start to do better as Bruce Wayne and have him do it against Mister Fucking Free let's fucking go yeah. God dang it have you seen that video from a uh, High Top Films where he does he literally he gives his own like his his, his prediction of what Batman well not not prediction movie. just like what he would his do fan and, cast and it, it, well no it who is, is your just, fan cast for Mister Freeze oh yeah that would be who's good my one. fan cast for Mister Freeze. Wow, that's a really good question. Um, Fucking okay. Sch Schwarzenegger okay. gets one more time. No. <laughs> <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> the ice Age. No. Fucking um, stupid. My fan cast for Mr. Freeze will be... I can't think of his name. I cannot think of his name. But he's the guy that plays Hank from Barry. Um, oh, I don't uh, know no, uh, the... the, the bald one. The yeah, bald, bald guy um, that plays well, Hank from Barry. Hear me out. What if... It's going to be another person with an Austrian accent, but I just, I love him and he plays such a good bad guy and it would be uh, along with the more serious tone of the Batman would be, um, who's the guy in Inglorious Bastards? Oh, you're talking about the guy that plays, uh, Lambda in Inglorious Bastards. Yes. He, his name is, uh, The shit. German guy. Shit. What is his name? He... I would love to see him as Mr. Freeze. Mostly because he's just going to know, but a, an amazing actor that plays just like a The thing the thing is Mr. Freeze is one of the most tragic villains that Batman he's has. He's absolutely tragic. Yeah. He loves Nora more Well, I mean, we got him with with him taking care of uh, Alita. That Alita. is true. We get yeah. him with like caring about a, a you know, he, uh, yeah, I somebody think under his care. He would be really good for Mr. Freeze actually, now I think about it. Yeah, I'd be down. Well, I, I'll look you know who name. did Mr. Freeze really dirty? Other than was, Arnold? Uh, the more than Arnold? 52. 
did Mr. Freeze? Yeah, really name like name. You can count on one hand the amount of characters that New Fifty Two did right. You know who they did do right though was Batman. Christoph Waltz. The of course. Best, Christoph Waltz. That's his name. Oh that's my gosh. Name. I would well, yeah. love Bat, Well, because everybody loves Court of Owls. Scott Snyder's run on Batman. Scott Snyder is my favorite comic book writer of all time. He's. I love John Ostrander. I, I love what I, he did on Hawkworld. I love what he did. They, on is Spectre, he related to Zach? But no, no, he's not related <laughs> to Zack Snyder. Fuck Zack Snyder. I'm, they, okay, you ready to hear my opinion on Zack Snyder? Yeah. And I'm sorry if he ever hears this by any chance. We have like but ten active viewers. He's not going to see. This. Scott Snyder took my I went to, favorite. I went to high school with all of his kids. He took. <laughs> you went to high school with Scott Snyder's kids? Sorry, Willow. Or Zack Snyder's kids? No. Um. I no. He's you're he's, a, no, he's a visionary genius, and he did a very good job with Watchmen and with Sin City. Like, don't get me wrong. Scott Snyder is a cinematographer to the core, and he understands edgy comic books. His shit the is also is, visually stunning. And it's like stunning. Every, yeah. It's absolutely... I'm not trying to shit on Scott on Zack Snyder. I keep saying Scott because he's my favorite comic book writer. <laughs> and also, but, the last name just... Snyder, yeah. yeah. But... Much more common than I initially Zack thought. Zack Snyder took, <laughs> took my favorite properties, my very favorite characters in the entirety of media, and turned them into cold-blooded murderers. That is not okay, in my opinion. That is not okay. Even when Batman is at his most broken after the death of Jason Todd, which is where Batman vs. Superman takes place, he Ooh. would not sink to the level of blowing up gangsters. That's just not well, how that's going to work. Well, he didn't kill the Joker. That was the thing. Is like he, he didn't kill yeah, the Joker, but he, but he killed he so, did kill it matter. He killed several so other many people. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm talking Batman in general after Jason saw death, like yes. comic-wise. No, he handled it. In the comics, he handled it as Batman is supposed to because Batman believes that every, the core of what he is, the reason he has a no-kill rule, and some people may disagree, but the reason Batman has a no-kill rule is because he believes that everybody is redeemable. If everybody's not redeemable, then his reason for being Batman is mute. He's trying to bring society to its greatest point. And he, he may be doing it through violence, but that's because he's a wounded man. But Batman believes yeah, that no, no everybody s- can be redeemed, no matter how evil. That's why he doesn't kill anybody. Except aliens. Because... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> now... I will say the one time now you got to take into account it's sentient aliens because Batman will kill parademons all day long. That's I think fair. it's hard as fuck when Batman kills parademons. But I feel like Batman would also be down to kill Darkseid. But he did kill Darkseid in that Final Crisis. He shot him with a radium bullet. And did, is there said, a Constantine Batman crossover? There's there been many. There's there, been well, in dark, com- dark, Justice League Dark. Justice League Dark is that, and okay, then um, I, just, I heard parademons. I'm yeah. thinking. No, well, but par- like. Constantine's great. In Final Crisis, spoiler alert for Final Crisis issue number probably 11, Final Crisis is the most disjointed story I've ever read in my entire life. I had that physically and like I was reading it. It's impossible. It's it's indecipherable. It's more indecipherable than Karl Marx's Catholic. Who fucking wrote it? Wasn't it? Grant Morrison. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, But Final Crisis, Batman picks up a gun that shoots a radium bullet, which Darkseid is a new god. And new gods have a vulnerability to the element radium. So, <laughs> and Batman says, with the gun pointed at Darkseid, he said, I made a solemn vow against ever using firearms, but I'm making a one-time... Uh, 
what's the fucking word I'm exception? A one-time except. There we go. I'm, I'm <laughs> damn IPAs. I, I I'm keep... making a one-time exception to this rule, and that applies to you. And I believe that is true to Batman's character because Darkseid has the ability to make everybody irredeemable with the anti-life equation. Uh, once you're subject to the anti-life equation, which is I, I don't know the actual equation, but it's like life plus suffering plus death equals whatever. Yeah. Uh, once you're exposed to that, you're you're basically irredeemable as a person. It's almost impossible to lift that. And so Batman made the choice, the solemn choice, because I believe it was a solemn choice to kill Darkseid. He had to kill Darkseid because otherwise everybody is irredeemable. <coughs> yeah. I, I I will say like. Grant Morrison, <clears throat> he's a his, wizard, bro. His Batman run is fucking insane. It's phenomenal. It's, it's great. Fucking phenomenal. Fucking insane. There's some of the shit that they get up to. Where I'm like, because is it? He's the one who's like, oh, how does he beat Green Lantern? He paints a room yellow. Yeah. Like it's stupid shit like that. And then that's where we get like the I am the goddamn Batman. Like that's Grant that Morrison. Was, so that was I, I don't mean to correct. Oh, you, is that am I wrong? That was oh, Frank shit. Miller. Oh, so fuck. Frank Miller wrote Frank Dark Miller Knight goes Returns, hard, which is is that one where of the all time best Batman yeah. stories? But it's not quintessent. That was the problem with Zack Snyder. Was Zack Snyder read one comic book, and that was other than Three Hundred and Sin City. He were well, the one and superhero Watchmen. comic book he read. Well, and Watchmen, yes, <laughs> the one superhero comic that he read was The Dark Knight Returns, which is a phenomenal story on its own. It shouldn't but be it what is you not the quintessential Batman, and you do not need to start your universe with an aged Batman who is. Who is uh, already lost to Robin? With, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's Frank Miller wrote the Dark Knight Returns, and then they brought him back. The DC made a line called All Star in like 2001. And those are some really good Batman comics. All Star Superman is. You're probably thinking of All Star Rebirth, which is yes, Scott Snyder. Which that is Scott is, Snyder because it was the Snyder stuff that he didn't get to make for New yes, Fifty Two. That's All Star Rebirth. So the original All Star line included three books, if I'm not mistaken. Superman. It was All Star Superman, which is a phenomenal. masterpiece. It's an absolute masterpiece. It should be imprinted in gold <laughs> on the 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 pyramid of human achievement. All Star Superman, <laughs> which is, is in Memphis. Um, <laughs> Which is what? In Which Memphis, is in Memphis. The Basketball Pyramid. <laughs> um, but, man, All-Star Batman was an absolute fucking nightmare. Because it just turned... Zach, Scott Snyder was going through a lot. Zach Snyder, or Scott Snyder, or not... Fuck. Frank Miller. Frank Miller. I keep <laughs> saying the wrong name. Frank Miller is damn IPAs, a barrel-chested, freedom-fighting patriot. And <laughs> by the end of All-Star Batman, Batman was going and like fighting terrorists in the Middle East and it was like it was very weird but there's this famous line where Batman is he abducts Robin he, he abducts Dick Grayson rather than taking him into his family after the death of his parents he abducts him and he, he, he fucking steals him and goes on a police chase and Bat, Robin goes who are you and he goes are you stupid? Are you retarded? I'm the goddamn Batman. And it's like, come Jesus on, Christ. man. What yeah, are you? Like, yeah. come on, Cause, man. Because well, I, I think Jeff Johns did reuse that, if I'm not mistaken, because I know there's multiple times, I want to say at least three, that I've seen panels of the calling back to that. Probably because people went, that is so fucking stupid, I want to do that. <laughs> and that's that's the beauty of that sort of media, is that you can take the stupid and turn it fun. Just like the Suicide Squad did with Starro. Yeah. Starro is the most ridiculous villain that has ever been conceived. But 
Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad by James Gunn made him a fucking badass. That, man. Made him terrifying. Yeah, we love. I'm so glad that James Gunn is like leading the, the god DC of helm. DC now. Dude, yeah, 100%. I have a lot of faith in him. Now, really obviously, do. we gotta wait for How the do you strikes to end. But Superman Legacy is gonna be a good movie. I'm putting, I'm putting money on it. I'm. I'm, I'm actually not putting money on it because I don't have any money. But <laughs> Superman Legacy is going to be a good movie. The cast is awesome. I think that the fact that we're getting Guy Gardner in a movie by Nathan is, Fillion. Yes, Nathan oh Fillion God. is Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner, Guy Gardner in a movie. Did you ever watch um, Firefly? Firefly? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I haven't either. But I, I know it's like the it's like the nerd gas central. It's yeah. like the cult classic for nerd. Well, I mean, we're gonna get into <clears throat> Japanese giant monster movies here in a little bit, so it's not yeah. that far. Of a that's cry. Yeah, that's fair. I, I'm, I, I want. I'm very interested to see the Brave and the Bold. I'm so excited for it. It's gonna have Damien on live, and a lot of people hate Damien. I love Damien. I love him. I love to hate him. We put it that way. He because there's sometimes yeah, where he's he's a I little agree. shit. Where I'm like, and again, it's depending on who's writing him, where you're just like, you well, just that, fucking grow up That's for two my seconds. problem with it, is that yeah. it feels like most people don't know how to write Damien correctly. Well, dude, he, I how I feel how about Damien is how act. I used to feel about uh, uh, Bakugo. Yeah. Bakugo is... I, I was like, why is he just being such a little fucking shit hey, well, all okay, the time? Wait, and then hold on, finally me, there's character Let growth. me just pitch to Nate really quick. Yeah, if you're, Bakugo? If you're really into cape shit, you should watch My Hero Academia. Okay. Because oh, the, oh, you would love The creator my... is very oh. influenced by Western comics more than Eastern, so it's a superhero society. Ooh. And All Might is and essentially imagine if Superman every imagine if but, 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 but super, Superman that's never shit. But it's uh, it's it's it, so, you know, it's it like runs it, the gambit. Like well, so, okay. superhero is a profession, so there are people that are like, I need to save people, and then there are people that are like, I'm here for I'm the here fucking for money. Fame, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's literally like. It's like the boys, like my, if it wasn't as depressing. My, and like, fuck, I love yeah, boys. Boys are so good. Or it's like, like my superpower is that I can have cameras the boys on my hands. boys comic is not good, by no. the way. It's, it's so terrible. Bad. So which fucking is, awful. Which is incredible that we finally got a live action that's better than it's a real Well, to be fair, it's, it's not hard it to time. beat. The boys uh, by Garth, Garth Ennis. Ennis is shit. Like, Garth Ennis hates superheroes, so he's not going to write God, I, I love, anyway. I love Carl Urban. As Billy, yeah, he's fantastic. Garth Ennis wrote stories that were so fucking crazy because the way that the the original boys he wrote preacher line ran, too right what he wrote preacher too right yes i think so yeah the way that the original boys line ran was billy would come upon a superhero with wee huey and they would kill him they would murder him in cold blood they would take compound <laughs> v and they would murder him in cold blood and then the the angle of the comic was like wow they just murdered somebody how is this okay and then it would be like oh it's okay because this superhero liked having gerbils in his asshole and it's like that's not a reason to murder somebody like yes they're degenerates but you can't use their fetish as a reason for Dude, them the to be fact killed. that we got also denethor from Lord of the Rings oh my playing Carl Urban's dad he and then getting that all backstory job. for finally like giving like I mean that's what we want it's like and that backstory is until three seasons in it's which, it, it was, they, they made me care was, about I felt all like these pieces of shit. you're like oh he's just a piece yeah, of shit yeah 100% and then you're like oh my gosh he's dead it, I mean it's the same it's the he's fucking tragic, same thing he is still as, as um um who's John Cena as Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Peace, it's the same piece of shit dad as Peacemaker. That I fucking love Peacemaker. My favorite piece of superhero media is Peacemaker. I, it's, she it's very close to the top. Loves Vigilante Peacemaker. is one of my favorite characters in, in any medium. I love him so much. See, I'm a no-kill hero guy. So Fair. I am. Well, he's, he, that's the thing. He's not a hero. He's a vigilante. 
but aggressively Batman's a vigilante. I think that's Batman's what makes Peacemaker so he's good hero, is that he gets to the point where he's but, like, maybe but I should, vigilante is aggressively not a hero. Not a hero. He's just a vigilante. <laughs> he he thinks he's a hero. He's, he's not certainly not. Yeah, he's, certainly <laughs> he's not. not. That's like the point. What oh, what was the thing they were talking? He was talking about like weed, and he's like, "Oh, if if this was like two years earlier, I would have killed you for that shit." Because it was legal. Oh yeah, because like, they have a three way. Not a hero. Yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. Deadpool is not a hundred percent. No, no, of course he's not a hero. Neither is Wolverine. That's my hot take for dude. The day. Have you seen those set photos? They look beautiful. Amazing. They're amazing. The fact that we have a blue and yellow Wolverine suit is it's about it, fucking it makes time. Me, I love. It makes me <laughs> stiff as a board. Because well, it doesn't make sense when like. Well, that was except like, for I guess I I would say in the most recent getting really good comic accurate stuff was Wandavision. Getting like comic, Wandavision was WandaVision really good for had echoes of the design. West Coast Avengers storyline. But, but getting really good starting in well, like, it was a lot of the Vision book too. Yeah, like there's I, a lot of that I stuff in it. the doll. But also like Wanda's Wanda's book, outfit. But that's me. I it was a good book, but I didn't really like it. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't I like. It. Does anyone else not like the current? superhero suit of like they all look like weirdly futuristic and kind of like they're like, not doing well, like, that it's, with it's, Superman like, they're right like now stayed currently away from in the DC bro- Superman is wearing underwear and it makes me so excited well it's it's that thing it's like they don't want to make these really bright costumes they want to make them look like tactical yeah, yeah yeah and it's like finally we're getting that yeah like or like again what I was saying Wanda's costume in her final form is super comic book accurate and I was like that's finally. I mean Vision in that show when he goes back to the original like costume looks when he great wears too. Yeah. yellow and green with a big ass oh, like yeah, six dude. foot tall costume. Like, they need that's to do it. that for live action Martian Manhunter that's what pissed me off about the fact that Zack Snyder's Martian Manhunter I'm so angry he didn't have a big collar I'm so angry about <laughs> the goes like, how they yeah, never treat Martian Manhunter with respect two foot tall collar I mean to be fair I'll say this the reason that Martian Manhunter never gets respect is because everybody begs for Martian Manhunter then a Martian Manhunter book comes out and sells like dog shit and then they go well that's because he's buy. not a main character Martian yeah. Manhunter is a supporting character yeah. He was created to be so when the Justice League came out in the 1960s, uh, Martian Manhunt, the the or the original idea, they followed the same model as they followed with the Justice Society in the 1940s. So the idea behind the Justice Society was, was let's take our least popular heroes and let's put them on a team so that they will sell more books. And that's what the Justice Society was. It Who? was Jay Garrick's Flash. It was Alan Scott's Green Lantern. It was Carter Hall's Hawkman. None of them sold a shitload of books. Nowhere near. Superman and Batman were literally selling millions of copies. Like it was. That's why it's called the Golden Age because they were selling millions of copies. But they put everybody together on the Justice Society, and it was super. It was. It was the first super team. It was amazing. It, it worked like. It was lightning in a bottle. I guess it wasn't like who, a bottle because they did it again. Who was it? What? <laughs> who was it? Who did? Um, that's the old adage goes. Who? Because the Justice League. I know for a while, I forget what their team like consisted of. But there, I think wasn't it when Grant was it Grant Morrison who got a Justice League book that he was like. Who the fuck are all these guys? Because like, he pretty much did the same thing that uh, Bendis did with Avengers, where it's like, who are these C- Who are these guys? Who are these C-list guys? Get these out. I want America. I want Iron. Like, he got, like... That might have been Scott Snyder who did that. Well, because I know... I know. Well, I know Scott Snyder brought back, like... Because Scott Snyder has, like, a hard-on for Hawkman, as we see in Metal. Good. And, I love yeah. Hawkman. But, um, the end of Dark Knight's Metal it's fucking is awesome. fantastic. I just love that he carries around a fucking... A mace. <laughs> He's a he's a he's an explicitly kill hero in JSA two thousand three. He he has a split with the original JSA 
with the I just burped. He has a, <laughs> perfect. He has a split with the original JSA team um, because Alan Scott and Jay Garrick and their side is we can't kill people. Well, they just had a big conflict with a deity named Magog, and I love comic book names, dude. Well, that's actually a biblical name. Gog and Magog come into place in Revelation, mm. and they're 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 one of the last nations to overthrow Israel. But um, so Magog is a deity. We got and him. They team up with. <laughs> we got him. <laughs> and Hawkman is the one that leads the split between the Justice Society and the original members of the team. He says, "I'm tired of giving." villains the benefit of the doubt. It's time we got rid of them. And that's a really big point of contention for me because Hawkman is in my top five. I love Hawkman. I th- he, he is not explicitly no-kill. I think I think for some heroes, like it's not that it's not that they have a no-kill rule, it's that due to their upbringing, they're not as opposed to it. Like Wonder Woman is someone where it's like she's not gonna kill. I never but I like, never but my take thing offense is, to woman Wonder Woman killing. My thing is like look she like Aggressively grew up as a warrior. Yeah. So if she ever kills, like, granted, I think the right writer would make it where that's the last resort because she is still a hero. That happened at the beginning of Infinite Crisis, though. (laughs) She killed Maxwell Lord. Honestly, he had it coming. He did have it coming. (laughs) Had it coming. (laughs) Had it aggressively coming. Now, I will say, if it was Pedro Pascal's Maxwell Lord, let him live. You know what I'm saying? I he, agree. he was such a goofball, fun guy. I love the guy. <laughs> that Let him live. That movie was incredibly <laughs> average. I, oh. I I hated it. I hated it. I hated it until hate until too. Pedro Pascal showed up and stole every scene he Dude, was in. Dude, the scene of Wonder Woman running through the Humvees really gets me going. I'm not gonna lie. I think that's a beautiful scene when she gives up her right to be with Wow, Chris Pine, Steve. Steve, Steve Trevor, when she gives up her right to be with Steve Trevor and says, okay, I renounce that, I renounce my wish, I would like, I, the, the people of Earth need me, and she slowly gains her powers as she runs through the Humvees, that is superheroes to its core. That is absolute superhero. But then we lost. But the, the second the best actor. Is. The, the second best actor. Well, and to be fair, movie. to be fair, I, I like that scene's great, but then it's like, why the fuck was Chris Pine back again? Like, I, lo- I yeah. love to. No, they, it's never specified. I but think like, it would have hit harder if they kept that other guy's face on the body when they were doing or, all or that like, stuff. Or like, Ooh. no, no, no. Or Wonder Woman sees sees him as Chris Pine, but then you look in mirrors or different shots, and it's still that guy, but he's like vacantly looking. Because like, there's like yeah. the first time they do that, and then they don't bring it up again. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I was like vague. Who's a who's a cheetah? <laughs> and it wasn't cheetah. to the movie. Well, so Kristen Wiig. Oh, Kristen Wiig. Please elaborate. <laughs> well, no, she, I will not. Her, her thing. Her thing. Wait. Kristen Wiig. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. No, hold on. You heard that too, right? Yeah. No, hold on. Elaborate. There's nothing to elaborate. I'm gonna need you. I like hurting one What was it too? Yeah, what were you stroking it? It to? doesn't matter. I had my phone in my hand. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't paying attention to the movie all that much. I'm just gonna be honest. Okay. I I do agree with you because the thing is like the, any other actress would have been better than Kristen Wiig. I mean, yes, but also I think Please. any any anybody. I feel like that's who you're stroking it to. No, <laughs> Kristen Wiig's only fans. <laughs> I gave a goofy look, but that's not the case. Like, <laughs> that's not the case. No, I, I, I didn't like that movie at all, especially because yeah. 2017's Warner Woman was like pretty good until the end. Kind of. That's that the fight with yeah. Ares was kind of stupid. I have a confession. Yeah, I've never seen 2017's Wonder Woman. Wow. You should. I think it's good. 
It's all right. Yeah, there's. I don't think there's all the other animes we talked about. I'm just kidding. All the other animes we watched before, or we talked about before, could be watched before 2017's Wonder Woman. Well, yeah. I mean, wonder. Yeah, yeah. You can. I will watch. I definitely want to watch uh, Fire Force. Force. Wow, that looks amazing. It's shout a really to, good prequel. Shout out to Owen. Um, <laughs> They retconned in. God, I fucking Wait, hate. I retconned? hate that so much. No, I don't care. The, uh, this is my it, opinion it, on retcons. The expanded universe is better than the Disney canon has ever been in yep. Star Wars. Oh, retcons don't mean shit. Retcons don't mean jack shit. Wait, no, no. Before before we go on, what's the worst Star Wars movie? Critic, like if you look at all of them. <laughs> don't you Attack fucking tear us apart? Let's go. Attack of Fuck the Clones you. Is... Fuck both of you. Attack More the than the new ones? Yes. Nathan. No, no, no. I'm Let's be fucking go! Um, it's close with Rise of Skywalker. Jesus. It's really close with Rise of Skywalker. Validation. But Attack of the Clones is a bad movie. It's still okay, better it's than the new movie. Val of fucking okay. Dacian. Did you watch the, the uh, Attack of the Clones show? I watched Clone Wars. Or Clone Wars, I mean, yeah. I watched the 2D and the 3D version. Yeah, no, both of those shows were gems, but the movie Attack of the Clones... Well, actually, to be fair, the Clone Wars show makes three better. <laughs> the Clone Wars show makes three infinite. It, yeah. it introduces Grievous. Yeah. I mean, the the if you watch Well, the you saw Wars, the um, Samurai Jack movie. Well, yeah, that's Clone Wars. No, I didn't. And then you said, oh, you didn't, wait, you didn't see the, the, the uh, no, Tarkovsky's Clone Wars? The 2D... You've like, seen the 2D one. So that's, I've seen, that's what I've seen the 2D about. Clone Wars and I've seen the 3D Clone Wars. So yeah, 2D oh, Clone okay, Wars yeah, is Tarkovsky. It was Samurai yes, Jack's yes, creator. Yes, doing, yeah, yeah. I never watched the Samurai Jack movie. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. There is no Samurai Jack movie. They're lying. <laughs> I don't... Uh, wait, what? There, there's no Samurai Jack movie. He means oh, the guy the that made Samurai yeah, Jack what, made we that were, movie. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the so, yeah. Well, listen, Clone Wars, I, I, because I, I'm, I'm with you in this. We're like Rise of Skywalker and Attack of Clones are my least favorite movies. Um, Rise of Skywalker made me. I'm not gonna lie, it made me cry. In the end, when they do a recap of the whole saga, I, I cried. I shed tears, but somehow Palpatine returned. That <laughs> in never Fortnite, lazy. in fucking Fortnite is when we see the fucking train, like, mm. That is the most lazy writing I've ever seen in my entire life. It's, and it sucks because Pedro Pascal, or not Pedro Pascal, uh, almost, uh, not, almost Oscar who Isaac. Who plays Poe Dameron? Oscar, Oscar Isaac. I almost said Owen Wilson. I'm like, that's not his name. Dude, wow. fucking Oscar <laughs> Isaac in, as, uh, as, as... Snake? No. Spider-Man, or... Oh, right, uh, Miguel. Miguel O'Hara. Can't Holy wait to see that. Stellar. Oh, an hour and a half in. That's awesome. Dude. Yeah. Already? It's, Jesus Christ. We're going to be here for a couple This is why we love podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. Just get into it. Yeah. Time flies. Do we want to get into Kaiju? Yeah, let's, let's actually get you. Oh, okay, hold yeah. on. I was thinking, why not just make it another week, dude? Because we're fucking into comic books, and this would make a good well, comic book. kind episode. of going into Kaiju a little bit. But staying in the same vein, have you seen the old Japanese Spider-Man TV show? Spider-Man! <laughs> <laughs> An emissary yeah. of hell? Yes. <laughs> yes. So, yes. <laughs> no, I haven't, actually. Oh. I think for a while it was all up on YouTube, and I've been very tempted to watch it. From what I've gathered, Let's do it, tomorrow. It's, it has almost nothing to do with Spider-Man. Oh, 100%. It's just a man in a Spider-Man costume. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just common it's Rider. It's basically the, it is Wednesday, my dude's fine. <laughs> like a guy in a Spider-Man costume doing whatever he wants. Uh, they're, both, they're both equally canon. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, here's a fun fact. They can be. Now in so, Spider-Verse. Vine... Vine is canon within the MCU. The app, the video six-minute, six-second sharing app, Vine, is canon within the MCU. So, the It Is Wednesday, My Dudes video 
came out before Spider-Man Homecoming ever came out. So it's so he was inspired canon by that. that he is wearing the costume of an obscure Vine video that nobody Also, does. can we talk about how fucking the Terminator is canon in My Hero? What? Yeah. Dude, they literally... There's a- my Hero also has a bunch of Star Wars references. One of the main characters... Yeah, maybe you should just start watching My Hero. You might like I need that to, one, I, yeah. I, I've listened to an episode of a podcast of mine that I really like. Um, the Last Podcast Network, which is fucking fantastic. They do an amazing show about true crime and, and serial killers and the macabre and uh, cryptids. It's, it's the oh, most amazing podcast. Don't po- get me started on It's cryptids. the most amazing podcast I've ever listened to. But they have a sideshow uh, th- that takes place with a couple of their uh, employees that is called Wizard and the Bruiser. And it covers fandoms. And they did an episode of My Hero Academia, and it really, really piqued my interest in My Hero Academia. I haven't been my- into anime f- for, I feel like, like six months, I've just been like I, nothing grips me until we started watching My Hero, and I fucking love All Might. They, I, I want to ask All Might is 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 what Superman is the best of what Superman would be of him never just ah the best there, Superman there's... will ever be is also Superman by Grant Morrison. <laughs> also, I, big shout out to uh, to the Superman Lois show that show is still stellar and I love it so much. They asked the writer mm. of My Hero what I've his... never seen an episode, but from what I've seen. It, 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 actually, fir- I started just the, the pilot. The first episode, and like him in the... Him in the classic... Fly- that's called the Fleischer suit. Mm-hmm. So him in the Fleischer suit, and the kid goes, nice costume, and he goes, thanks. My, My mom, mom made, made it. it for me. So that harkens I love that. That, imme- that made me... like You talk about getting stiff as a board, that was that. Where that I'm like, Superman fucking back. That harkens back to 1986's uh, Superman Man of Steel, which was meant to be the... I don't want to say retcon. It, it, it was a retcon, but it's the new origin for the post-crisis Superman. And everything post-crisis was pretty much like we have to get continuity in a. That's exactly yeah. so. Crisis on Infinite. I was talking to a buddy of mine at the bar today, and he was like, "What do you think is the best Western comic that's ever been written?" And I was like, "Man, I like I really don't know. Like that's a hard question, but it's really hard to to go against Crisis on Infinite Earths." My only issue with Crisis on Infinite Earths is it's not story-based. It's continuity-based. It was meant to be a consolidation of continuity. So, as much as I love Crisis on Infinite Earths... I mean, Sarah got me a fucking huge... I just burped. Sarah got me a huge box set of the... Christ of the the core storyline, so the first tw- the the twelve issues of Crisis on Infinite Earths, as well as every single issue that ties into Crisis on Infinite Earths. So it's All Star Squadron. It is uh, it's All Star Squadron. It is fuck. I'm drawing so many blanks right now. But basically, it's it's every issue that ever tied into Crisis on Infinite Earths throughout 1986. How big and- is the box? It's a solid foot and a half across. Jesus, it's gigantic. Um, I don't. I'm not gonna say how much she spent on it, but I looked it up, and it was very much. Um, it's hard. It, it's hard to. You cannot beat the influence that Crisis on Infinite Earths had. I mean, and the storytelling is 
fantastic. The way that they were able to weave a million different continuities into one story and distill it down to a single universe at the very end is unprecedented. Nobody's ever done it like that since. And I'm... Uh, what what, if the, what was the one they did that turned the multiverse into... Like, because they went from one continuity to going, well, actually... There's a multiverse yeah. now? So that was Infinite Crisis. That's my second favorite okay. story of all time. And Infinite Crisis is the story of uh, the superheroes... Spoiler alert. Basically, because didn't we have did we Alexander have, Luther? Well, what's that? I was gonna say we had. Didn't we have Earth, the Earth Two of like Owlman and then before Infinite Crisis or was that after? That's Earth Three. Oh, so well now Earth Three because um, was, wasn't it Earth Two at some point? Earth was two, it always Earth three? Two. So Earth Two, I know Earth is, two got a new Fifty Two thing. Earth Two. Uh, did speaking get a of which, that's thing. why Jay Garrick is my favorite Flash. Jay Garrick is my favorite Flash. Oh go. my gosh! <laughs> Earth Two versions of my favorite heroes are my favorite. Um. No, Earth 2... So, Earth 2 is the Golden Age universe. So, Earth 2 wasn't created until the 1950s as a retcon. Hmm. And Earth 2 comprises all of the original stories of our favorite heroes. So, Batman up until the 50s, Superman up until the 50s, Flash up until the 50s. Those are retconned in the 50s to taking place in a separate universe. And that is to fix the continuity mm. based on, for instance, you know, I uh, here we go. Here's something where I, I hate to admit it, but Earth 2 Batman is a murderer. He well, has man, he, shot people. He has exploded people. He hung a dude from the bat plane. And then let him go. Yeah. He goes, he goes he said, oh, I got to go. We'll get him off there. He said, serves him right. I'm all about that it, shit. It's like, that's crazy. That's it's, crazy talk. Well, because that was when there was no rules, really. It was just yeah, like... The Comic Code Authority hadn't yeah. come out yet. Yeah. So they were retconned. That's a whole thing universe. in itself. The, the Comic Code Authority is the single most detrimental thing that's ever happened to comic books. What was the... Facts. <laughs> what a way to mic drop that, Dude, by the way. <laughs> what were you saying about the influences of My Hero? My Hero. Well, he... Um, Horikoshi, who's the writer... Uh, he's more influenced by Western comics than he is Eastern, and that's why you see so much like recognizable superhero shit. He, um, his basically his career started by doing fan art of like X Men characters, really, and shit like that. Who was that? The guy that wrote My Hero Academia. Okay. And they, he was in an interview once, like, what series would you have your characters cross over with? And he was like, oh, X Men, hundred percent, because it's a high school for superheroes, yeah. and that would just mesh super well. But um, an X Men My Hero crossover would fucking that would be so hard. I, I it's possible. I mean, to be fair, I mean, all my it, it feels like I don't know if the power levels would translate. They, my Hero did cross over with Deadpool. Western comic oh yeah, because there's so a Deadpool manga comics. Western comic book superheroes are so ridiculously power scaled that I don't think they could fit into any universe other than themselves unless they were buffed. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, you're right. Because all, all Might is in the Deadpool manga, Deadpool Samurai. Yeah, he shows up and he beats Thanos. I hate Deadpool. <laughs> I don't even dislike him. I hate Deadpool. I've, I've hate never read Deadpool. a Deadpool comic that I really enjoyed outside of like I have the first appearance of Deadpool somewhere in my boxes. But in like New Mutants. Yeah, I've got that one, and then I've got Deadpool number one. It his only but, redeeming quality is that he protects children. That's literally Deadpool's <laughs> only redeeming quality. Is that I, he's like, do not that, fuck with the children. I tried that, a couple that, years ago. I was that, like, let uh, me pick up some. Love the books. The comic where he like. He, <laughs> <laughs> but the children love the books. <laughs> I think the only like redeeming <laughs> so piece of superhero media right there is The Incredibles. <laughs> I was gonna say like the only 
the only and the only reason I know about this comic is because it was like someone did like an audio voice dub of the comic, but where Deadpool talks the girl down from the where she's about to jump and kill herself, and he's like, he didn't do a good a job as Homelander did. I'm sure. Oh, it's true. <laughs> where he killed Starlight's boyfriend? Is that what you're talking about? No, no. no the part in, where he... in, in, in the show where he goes, well, then jump. Oh, yeah. And then she's like, I don't, no, I don't, I don't want to. He's like, no, no, no. You're, you're already here. The best version of that, and I'm sorry, I don't, I don't want to disagree with you guys, but Grant Morrison did that in All-Star Superman. And <laughs> the beautiful thing is, so there was this girl, and she was going to commit suicide by jumping off a building. Into a pit of snakes, and really anything no, but snakes. I and honestly, it's Morrison. I probably would have, I would have been like, "Yep, nope." Yep. Ra- yeah, when she jumps, he yeah. says, "I." Rather, <laughs> rather than using his Superman powers, his Kryptonian abilities, he just talks to her. I love that shit. He just talks to her. That uh, he never well, once interferes well, using his abilities. And, and doesn't and he like the exchange? Like he him being her. just Clark Kent. Well, doesn't doesn't isn't the thing too where he straight up tells her like, "Look, it's your choice." Like I like doesn't he? If I remember right, doesn't he tell it's her? It's been a minute since I've read all. Because uh, I'm pretty sure the thing was he was like he was he was he's like I'm not gonna control you, like I because because he was like are you just gonna grab me and like take me down? I was like no like that I, sounds right. Yeah. That sounds and it was literally right. him being like, whatever you decide, like I will honor, but I want you to think about it. Yeah. And they talk for a while, and yeah, it ends where the whole she starts crying, yeah. and then like he asks like, can I? Can hug, I give yeah. you a hug? Yeah. yeah. And she immediately... It's, I was fucking, it's I love In the Deadpool it's one, he's like, I've killed myself like hundreds of times. Well, like. no, the dead... The, 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 <laughs> and it, it never gives me the satisfaction well, the, the, I the, the, de- the Deadpool one is where he's... Because he pretty much is like... You know, he's being classic Deadpool, joking and being very, like, dark humor about it. But he's like, here, I'll make you a promise. I'll go take you to... Let's, and they see Hannibal... Not Hannibal, uh, sorry... Uh, what's the fucking Broadway play that's a musical based on historical people? Uh, Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. Hamilton. Hannibal would be a very different play. <laughs> <laughs> very different. Uh, no, he wouldn't see Hamilton. Can you hear the lambs he did, now, like they, Clarice? They, they did well, a- Clarice, have the lambs stop screaming. Would you fuck me? <laughs> I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me. <laughs> but he did all these things with her, and then he takes her to like a mental hospital, and she's like, hard. you lied, like you said. And he goes, look, I... Sorry, I, was, I wanted you to live. Yeah, he's literally like, and, he, and it was the most serious Deadpool got because the two speech bubbles that are his inside voices don't say a fucking What's word. What's the one where, where they're trying to kill Deadpool? Um, Any comic he's been in. No, no, no. Or where, where he where he goes like super meta and he talks about like I'm I'm like he goes super fourth wall breaking. He's like I'm the. The um, he like that might be Deadpool numbers. kills Deadpool or Deadpool kills the Marvel because there's Deadpool universe. kills the Marvel universe. universe. That Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. Yeah, I, I will. I will it's say very it's very meta. Yeah, it's 100 percent meta, which is the point of Deadpool. No, but like th- there's a better meta superhero. Spider Gwen? No, or not Spider Gwen. She Hulk. She Hulk. I was nope. gonna, uh, Plastic Man. Nope. Who's the best meta one? The best meta superhero is Batman. Animal Man. Oh. Animal Man. Animal Man. Grant Morrison's run on Animal Again, we're back to fucking Grant Morrison. He's <laughs> a wizard. Get away from him. We, we he is my second favorite writer, for sure. There's no way around it. Uh, he's my third. I like John Ostrander more. But Who does that? John Ostrander wrote uh, Hawkworld. He oh, wrote Spectre. Hawkworld is my favorite series of all time. And it's it's not no-kill. Like, it's Hawk... Hawkworld is a different comic, but man, is it fucking good. Um, but Grant Morrison, I, I firmly believe that reality is just a wizard battle between Grant Morrison and Alan Moore, and everything that we experience is just them casting spells <laughs> on each other. I like that. But man, does he 
not kill it. He kills it. And I can't even remember what I'm saying that he kills. Hawkworld. Haw- no, not Hawkworld. Oh. Uh, Animal Man. Animal, Animal Man. Man. Golly. Okay, yes. So Animal Man. How is it? Yeah. How is it fourth wall breaking? So Animal Man is DC's foray into the breaking of the fourth wall. And it actually takes place before Deadpool was even invented. And Animal Man. Spoiler alert. Animal Man is the story of a man gaining his, er, realizing the full potential of his powers, his family dying, and then him being so bereaved that he manages to confront the writer about the death of his family. Oh. And he, again... Some heavy shit. Spoiler alert, like, again, like, skip for the next 15 seconds if you haven't read Animal Man. But... He talks to Grant Morrison and he says, please bring my family back. And Grant Morrison says, sorry, that's really... Actually, he says, sorry, that's really cheap writing. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's a Scottish (laughs) motherfucker. And he's like, I'm sorry, that's just cheap writing. Like, I can't bring your family back. And then he puts Animal Man to sleep. And then Animal Man wakes up and his family's back. Oh, hell yeah. And Whoa. one of the few moments that it brought me to tears in comic books. Whoa. It was beautiful. I got chills it was hearing that. Beautiful. It sounds amazing. I'm going to have Dude, to pick up Animal Man. You know, Dude, you Animal know what Man, we have I, I want to say 89, maybe 88, but man, maybe 90. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful story. You know what we haven't touched on this in, even b- before? Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> you can't I, touch him because he's a hedgehog. I, I, hurt I you. do want to ask you about the Sonic the Hedgehog comics. Hold on, but, what do you know? Um, oh boy, <laughs> I know that it's bullshit that they gave him two eyes. Sonic is supposed to have one giant, one big eye, eye with two pupils. Yeah, yes. no, I don't know anything about. Okay, the so comics. in 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 the Sonic the Hedgehog comics, there's a big AIDS epidemic. Oh where, my god, oh, space AIDS. <laughs> Where, yeah, it's space AIDS, but it's definitely just AIDS. But characters are constantly cheating on each other and giving each other AIDS. And there's a crisis event in Sonic, if you can believe it. And there's also a there's also a long running well not long running but a couple. I didn't months. know people fucked in Sonic anyway. That's crazy. People do fuck in Sonic, and the ages are very questionable. Uh, and then Sonic Lolly. Yeah. Wow. But uh, <laughs> there's also a series where Sonic crosses over with the one and only Spawn. I've heard of that. And that's that's a whole thing. It's like... Um, that it's, is such a mismatch. That is like... But it somehow... I want, I've want. i never heard that this existed until now. Oh, I, 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 I used want, to have this I issue. I want to read it. because I, I do too. I feel like that would be so fun to just see. It does sound like a blast. What's the other guy's name? Is it Magic Dragon? Mystic Dragon, the guy with the big like fin on his head from uh, Image or whatever. Oh, Cletus, Savage, Mor- Cletus Savage Moroccan. Dragon. Yeah. No, I'm just making up names. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cletus Moroccan. He said yeah. Totally. He Sonic, was like, yeah, it's, it's Sonic Moroccan. X Cletus Moroccan, and that's a whole thing. But yeah, I it's it's very interesting. You should watch. I know some, who you're talking about, and I can't think of his name. I, I'm pretty sure it's Savage Dragon. Savage Dragon sounds right. Yeah. I. We, we've talked about how much like the things you love in comics, and I want to bring it to some. I want to hear you just rip into something you hate. So, well, hold on, hold on. Well, no, I was on. The, okay, I was no, talking, yeah, you go next. Sorry, we haven't even once mentioned in even before the podcast about stuff that Nate should get into. We haven't mentioned Berserk once. I don't know if he's ready. 
I don't know. He's talking I about like your judgment on that. I, he's talking about like these heavy shit. Know anime more than anybody I've it, ever met. Well, Berserk, so Berserk transcends is, genre. It Berserk is, is a dark fantasy epic that like so dark. It's it. I'll it, say it's the best comic I've ever read, and it's not finished. It. So can we go. give him volume one? Let's give him volume one. Is it a it's manga? manga? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it. It's a dark fantasy. Like it's it when I when I say epic in the terms of like the shit that it's yeah like when he says it transcends its medium of like it is like one of the best graphic novel illustrated novels of it's, all it's time. It's so well Hard drawn. To be Watchmen. That that's fair, but it's so well drawn that it can't be adapted into Anime. like an animated medium because no one is willing to put the money into it to make it as Just good. Just like Watchmen should have never been a movie. Probably. Well, we were saying also that fair. maybe the boys could do it because the boys does like really they just they show the power of superhumans really well, really well, and and Berserk is really really gory and shows a lot of superhuman powers against normal people, okay. and it's fucking. It's, it's bloody up. It's so fucked and so dark, but maybe the people at the boys could do it because they know dark. Well, the thing is, they know dark comedy in the sense where it's like, that's, yeah, but that's you could. A good way to put. I'm I'm a dirty pig who likes to eat ass. <laughs> <laughs> they do know dark comedy, but I, I I I agree with you that if anyone can, and again, that's. That's a or live maybe action just adaption. get the, the visual effects studio that did it. I don't know. Well, no, I, I think I, you put it with Amazon. I think it would do well. I think Amazon could figure it out. Yeah. The thing. Don't the, give it to fucking Netflix, and I don't even dude, know anything fuck about Netflix. Fuck Netflix. Don't give we, it to Netflix. We fucking hate Netflix in this house. HBO Max all the way. Baby. I don't have a Netflix account. So. Amen. Pluto, by the way, Pluto TV. I don't know if you've heard about it. Here's my shameless plug. <laughs> Pluto TV has what is known as the Godzilla Channel. And they play every Godzilla movie except for Godzilla 1984 and Godzilla vs. Biollante on their fucking show on repeat. And Just throw that on and just have it go? I'm, yeah, dude, you can just throw on Pluto and it'll be playing a Godzilla movie. That's crazy! Especially with how, like... It's just another TV app? Yeah, yeah, when you sign up for, I think it's like PS4 TV, you get a, a promotion for Pluto. I have wanted to get Pluto, but I need my, <laughs> my Apple TV needs my father-in-law's approval. And so I'm just going to wait until he shows up at my apartment and say, like, hey, I'm going to get this. Can you sign off on this? I just burped. Um, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but... That, that's my that's my signature this episode. Well, maybe we'll let you leave with Volume One of Berserk. It's really good, but Volume One is not going to get him into the shit. It's I just honestly I have, I have to I have to. Well, what do you have up to? I have one and two. I have three. The best way to read Berserk is online because the books are so fucking especially. Expensive. It, I was about to say Shonen Jump, but that's all. No. That, uh, readberserk.com. It, it, readberserk.com for yeah. free. It's yeah. all just high quality scans of all the pages. Oh, fantastic! And I it, love pirating things. It's same. It's uh, what's scary is I know Nate, and he's one of the smartest people I know. He would read it faster than Millie. A hundred. Well, I'm caught up. So if Nate wants to catch up, he'll have me to talk with it about, well, and you will be I'm pressured more to. I will. It, I will start berserk tonight. It, Hell yeah, yeah, brother! It, it it's in. It's my, it's my favorite. I, th I think also it's just, it, the thing it, is this might this thing. might ruin anime and manga for you because like that is like such top tier shit that you're gonna like start reading stuff and go 
Yeah, but it's not Berserk though. Is Berserk S tier? Yeah. Oh, it like it Triple Pioneer S. is the S tier. If it was an action game, you'd get platinum trophies on it. Okay. It's so good. It's so good. See, that that's what I love about this. Is like I'm I'm well informed in certain areas. But then there's other areas where I have literally like we talked no, about like all I've these seen other the Rock Lee fight where he takes off his weights. That's yep. that's as far as I know with anime, and so there's so many areas like manga that I just don't know shit about. Man, yeah. are you into like the macabre horror stuff? Absolutely. Junji. Oh. Okay. Junji Ito. Check out some Junji Ito. All his stuff is like I'll anthology. give you some of those like, books. Is he a writer, Junji Ito? It's a it's a he's an artist and writer. So he writes and draws everything he does, and his drawings are fucking insane. Fantastic. They're so the nice thing about terrifying. him is that his books that's are like Jock. the book, a and that's it. Writer I, I actually have your Junji Ito book, so I'll give it to Nate. Okay, Junji Ito. Which one do you have? Oh, one of them. Junji, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much all his stuff is like. It's like you don't have like he doesn't do like a, a long running story. It's just like this the is Netflix a show wasn't actually bad. I liked it. Yeah, I actually it, think it, it was, was a, very a good, in line with the stuff that he put. It was in, a like, great representation, especially the animation style. It just felt like it was straight out of the manga. Yeah, I agree. So I, I it was would. weird to see it in color, but it felt like if you the, colorized be, the manga. To be fair, though, how they made people so pale, it felt right out of it. That's true. He draws these people because it's all black and white. And and so it's obviously in you know black and white, but in the in the anime that's on Netflix, they make the characters so pale. It's really even disturbing. even the beautiful things that he draws have a sense of like dread. Yeah, it's like you see a beautiful girl, and it's like oh, there's something in her eyes that's just like not there. She's horrified by something. <laughs> yeah, something. It's it's very very good. I've announced every bodily function I've done so far, so <laughs> um, I have to pee. Perfect. <laughs> Go pee. No, but I yeah I think well, you know what makes you pee <laughs> is drinking things, and you know what you should drink is our sponsor Dubby. That's right. Yes, we love Dubby. I just ordered two new cartons of Dubby. Our favorite flavors: Push and Punch and, and Beach and Peach. Beach and Peach, very good flavors. Um, keep an eye out on the W website. We've been in talks about maybe getting a creator shaker. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to get that to go. They've been doing it with some plebeians. Yeah, some people that are not good, unlike us. <laughs> so who knows what happens when they get a good content maker shaker? That's right. So when that comes out, or if you want to try one of these flavors that we love so much, go to W.gg and use code Take It Sleazy, all one word in caps, at checkout. And uh, get your fill. Get some jitterless energy. That's right. Dude, I... All right, I'm going to do it. Tomorrow I have off. I'm going to read tonight Berserk. And then I'm going to wake up before BJ, like I always do. And I'm going to read more Berserk. And that's not super hard. It's not. It's, it, it is easy for me. I just... Well, dude, I told you how fucking stressed I've been with yeah. all the shit going on. Not to mention my hand having a, a, like a, a mass in it. Anyway, so I've just been like... Yeah, we've had some shit going on. I, I've been in such a bad place recently, but not to bring this whole podcast down, but I have been. <laughs> I've been in such a bad place. <laughs> well, we're here for you. Yeah, but you know, it'd be... What's really, really That's what nice Tuesdays is, are for. It, what's really nice is if I did text you that I was feeling bad, you guys would respond, unlike when Luke texts me that he's feeling not great, and I don't respond. <laughs> well, that was just stupid. <laughs> It was stupid. Like I figured I was being stupid, but when Matt, when I didn't get any response back, I'm like, 
To it, be it, fair, it, Matt it, it, doesn't it, respond to anything. Well, yeah, no, that's the thing. <laughs> if I texted Matt and I was like, hey, but I, be, I was but, in a car crash, both my legs are gone, Matt would see it and not say anything. <laughs> but then when I call you, it disturbs you without I call you once a month. What do you, what? You were like, you call me way too much and I only call you like once a month. Yeah, because I know you're not going to respond to my texts. But I, you don't like that I call because you because don't you like don't phone respond, calls. No, because you don't respond to the text. No, because you don't like phone calls. Well, I don't like receiving phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly I like making phone fact. calls because I'm in so, control. Speaking of not receiving phone calls, my stepfather is not a verbose man. He is a man of few words. I respect that. And he loves his dog. He loves his dog very, very, very much. Does he love his dog as much as Ferris Bueller's friend's dad loves his Ferrari? Probably not. Oh, okay. Um, he loves <laughs> I his dog. the dog out the window. I'll he have a loves talk his dog him. very much. His dog is named after his favorite artist. My, my stepfather loves Hank Williams Jr. His dog is named Bo, short for Bo Cephas, which is Hank Williams Jr.'s nickname. Your stepfather and my parents would get along very burped. well. Um <laughs> On Bo's collar, it states, if found, please text. (laughs) What? And then his number listed. (laughs) (laughs) That is wild. That honestly, genius though. He's the least verbose man I've ever met in my life. Found dog emoji. He loves his dog so much, but he still would rather receive like when I get around to it, I'll come get about his missing. I feel that that call. That's a vibe, though. <laughs> a man of few words and many feelings. Wow, that's so, a I that's I, that's a good like. If I saw that on a gravestone, I'd be like, hell yeah, brother. Put that on my. You gravestone. saw a gravestone that said, "Please text for return." If found, please text. That would be the coolest gravestone of all time. That'd be the best way to use AI, where you go if like if like if found, please text, and you text the number. It's like an AI generated, like ChatGPT generated thing. Holy just, shit, like, he's been missing since 1984. Where did you find him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 1984. Holy shit. Speaking of which, we are living in that. No, I, I was being, I was being, I was joking. I. So, well, what do you want on your gravestones? <laughs> I actually want so. Whoa, he's got an answer. Oh, I thought you were asking no, a genuine no, I, question. No, I, I genuinely asking because so, I have a very yeah, elaborate a plan. Guy, but I, you were so prepared that I was. So, so there's a well-renowned uh, 20th century theologian named J.R. Tozer, J.W. Tozer, and his gravestone simply says, "Here lies a man of God." And I know I will never, ever beat that. There's not a chance that I will ever say anything cooler than that. So I think I just want dedicated husband, dedicated father. Man of God. Dedicated believer. Mm. That's a good one. Hey, dedicated friend. Dedicated friend. That's colon. Fuck Tom King. <laughs> Tom King ruined Rebirth Batman. But the statue behind the gravestone is Nate strangling. It's me literally choking Tom King. No, that that is actually Sarah's like, I don't he this is what he wanted. <laughs> I don't what's, it's, it's like, like I, a Star Wars movie poster where Sarah's like draped around your leg and you're just choking this guy. Tom King. <laughs> 
like out of like the seventies, like, yeah, <laughs> like the like the pastel yeah. watercolor fucking. There's oh a fountain that shoots out of your hand. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh, I need that tattooed. <laughs> Just me choking Tom King with my wife like straddling my leg. Catch all that, Sarah. <laughs> I would assume no. that's a yes. No, uh, I that was actually something I wanted to to bring up because like we kind of touched on it at the at Matt's Fourth of July party, but yeah, you hate Tom King, or at least his Batman run. <sighs> As a defeated sigh of a man who Jesus, Matt. <laughs> As a man who loves Batman, man, because like I Tom, King's Tom run, King, I don't want to say I I. I don't even want to say I hate it, and I'm not trying to discredit you. I don't want to say I hate it. Well, it's it's not because I think when we were at the party, because I had mentioned that like I don't hate the ideas he had. I hated the executions of a lot of them. Yeah, and I know some of them was editorial because like I was super down for the marriage to happen of Batman and Catwoman. Absolutely, oh, me too. That's, that's who he needs to be. I with. I was so down for it, and then it's like leave that, him at the altar because Batman can't be happy. That's on the level of of. Paul Mr. Spider-Man. Fantastic, oh. no, fuck Paul. That's on the level of Mr. Fantastic marrying Sue Storm in the marriage issue, like the original marriage issue. Mm-hmm. That is a relationship that needs to happen. Batman would never leave a woman at the altar. That's just who he is. That's He may be a conflicted man, and he may be tortured, and he may be hurt, but... He would never. I think ever. He's too dedicated. I mean, that's one of the tenets of his his character is that he's dedicated to the people that he loves. Exactly. People talk about Batman as a loner. The Bat Family is one of the most dense. Well, even stable. Even if you just take just the like, not even the extended people like Batwoman and maybe some others, but like just the dedicated. Dick, the Robins, Jason, Tim, you know, Damian, yeah. Barbara, and I would count Gordon and Alfred. Yeah, and it's like Gordon's part of the. You yeah. can't not count Alfred. Well, yeah, Alfred is and like Alfred OG. Is the bread, <laughs> yeah. He's the blood of the Bat. He family. he is the Bat family, as far as I'm concerned. Which another thing that happened in Tom King's run that I hated. The death of Alfred. Yep. The hardest thing I've ever seen in comics is Alfred beating the shit out of Superman. Injustice. Dude, no, when Alfred. Spoiler alert. I, I've said that so many times. I mean, at I this point, I'm breaking protocol by saying spoiler alert. We, we don't spoil do. shit every episode. Yeah. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! We spoiler do. alert! Spoiler With alert. no warning. Yeah. In Dark Knight's death metal, we hadn't seen Alfred in years. Because he he died he died by getting his neck snapped by Bane because Damien fucked up. And then we've got death metal, and in death metal, Bruce Wayne has the Black Lantern ring. And he's able to raise all the combatants that die in the battle against the Batman who laughs. And suddenly, Alfred's zombie... He's decomposed, dude. Alfred's zombie self walks up to Batman. And I don't exa- remember exactly what he said, but he's like, Sir, will you be needing some assistance? And it's like... Oh, I low-key kind of teared up when I saw that. Gosh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Death Metal is just, like, fucking great. Death Metal is my metal. second favorite story of all time. I love Death Metal. My favorite story of all time is Metal, actually. And I'm... I, I, let me be clear. I love the Golden Age. I love the JSA stories by Gardner Fox. I love the 90s. Even though the 90s and DC were absolute dog shit, we got <laughs> gems 
such as Reign of the Superman, which was an absolutely beautiful story. Um, not beautiful. It was just fun. It well, wasn't I mean, It beautiful. was Death of Superman and then Reign of the Superman. Death of Superman was dog shit. But Reign of the Superman was fun. And it introduced Cyborg Superman. It was an awesome story. But... Dark Knight's Metal Man. It hits me in my very soul. The the scene... Spoiler alert! The scene in Dark Knight's Metal where Carter Hall is completely taken by Barbados. He is the new dragon of the Dark Multiverse. His whole job is to destroy, to destroy universes that don't fit in with the canon. And there's nothing that can turn him. He's about to kill Batman and Superman as they're stuck in the Dark Multiverse. And here comes Kendra, man. Here comes Kendra. She hits him with the lasso of truth, and she says, I am Kendra Hall. I am your love. That single moment, dude, it gives me chills to this day. That might be my single favorite moment in the entirety of comic books. The entirety of Western comic books. The moment in which Kendra Hall pulls Carter Hall out of the clutches of Barbados by reminding him that she is his anchor. Wow. Fucking wow. Scott Snyder hit it out of the park with that. And then being, like, being drawn like, by Greg Capullo. Out Excellently. Of, oh, Greg Capullo is a masterful artist. He is a masterful artist. I do you think and do you think the any of the metal storylines, whether it be metal or death metal, could be adapted really well into either live action or animation? Or do you I think actually it's one of those? think that the metal and death metal stories are three, best Matt. suited to be adapted to live action. <clears throat> I think that metal is that w- just that would be the best fucking enough. movie ever made. I think that metal. It's not too drawn out. It doesn't follow too heavily on comic book conventions. It doesn't... um, Metal is not your average comic book story. Metal is definitely a departure from the direction that comic books were going in the mid-2000s. I think Metal could be a fantastic movie. I think Metal has a a definite bad guy. And I think that is portrayed in movies really well. I think Barbados makes a fucking fantastic bad guy as far as cinema goes. I think death metal would be really, really, really difficult. I think it could be done well, but it would be very difficult because the set design for death metal. You would think you'd be, have to do like a part one, part two, like Avengers: Infinity War Endgame style, where I that sure one hope has not. To be like I sure split. hope not. Well, because of how much content dense death metal is compared to metal, because it's like obviously it happened during pandemic times. So like, fuck, we gotta keep this shit going. So they was like, it's Dark Knight's death metal, death metal war of the multiverse, death metal. The original 50... Or whatever the fuck that comic was called. It's like, Death Metal, here comes Superboy Prime again. Like, Dude, all the introduction shit. of Superboy Prime and Death Metal and the turning of him from a spiteful hero to somebody who wants to see the multiverse survive... Great. ...was... I mean, I'm, you want to... You never mind, I almost said something really dirty. But, <laughs> I mean, it was... You want to talk about getting stiff as a board. It was, no, it was worse than that. It was definitely, it was nice. very great. It was, it was, it was anatomical. I mean, we, um, we could have we said out. some. Yeah, we've said some weird stuff shit. on here, so don't worry about it. But I want to hear it. Yeah, now I want to hear it. I was going to say, 
The end of death metal makes me shoot ropes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, you want to talk about? I mean, Superman gets all of his enemies. He gets Lex Luthor. He gets Cyborg Superman. He gets Bizarro, and he says. Earth Prime is the center of the multiverse, and that is where the Batman Who Laughs derives his power. So what are we going to do about it? How do we stop him from deriving power? Let's fucking destroy it. And all of his all of his enemies are like, are you shitting me? Like, you want us to destroy the Earth? And he's like, yeah. Like, fly around it as fast as you can and then punch it with your fucking Superman strength. And they destroy the Earth, bro! And there's like 50 people that live. And those civilians that live, they stand up to the Batman who laughs at the end. They say, we may... For some reason, I always read it in a New York accent. But they say... Hey. Because it's just like the Spider-Man It's movies. the Spider-Man it's scene like, where they're sitting you on mess the with one of us, you, you mess, mess with, with all, all of us. us. Yeah. Hey. But I always read it in a New York accent. And they say, we may have doubted you at certain times, but we're here for you in the end. And it's like, oh fuck, man! Like that writing is. I also top notch. A moment that while we're on me, the subject of oh. metal, I just have to bring up the best compliment I've ever received was from you at the Renaissance Fair when I wore my big battle vest. Nate comes to the back of the car and he's like, "You look just like Batman from Metal," and I was like. Thank you. <laughs> I think about that in my most private moments. <laughs> it's an honor. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, another thing about Death Metal I love is the Golden Age Wonder Woman meeting. That or, she is the result. She is what the hands most respect. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's beautiful. The, the, like, the, the, the fact that we get current age Wonder Woman... Meeting, meeting Golden, Golden yeah. Age Wonder it, Woman. I was like, I was like, man, because at first I was like, when they said Dark Knight's Death Metal is gonna be a Wonder Woman story, I was like, oh, I kind of wanted to be a Batman story again. Oh well, I'll still like it. And by the end, I'm like, that was the smartest. No, decision see, Batman's made. my favorite hero. I'm tired of. I just burped. I'm tired <laughs> of Batman stories. I really am. I I'm kind of tired that everything in Black Label seems to be just Batman, Batman, Batman. Like fucking. I hate that they started Black Darkest Label with Night Batman's on Earth, cock. and the only Black Label story that's not Batman is Rorschach. Uh, uh, and I haven't even read it because Rorschach is a fascist and one, fuck Rorschach. <laughs> hey, I will I will say of all of the Tom King books, that one's actually one of his best. I didn't even realize Tom King wrote Rorschach. Yeah, he wrote the the Rorschach thing. He also wrote Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Great book. Uh, he wrote, uh, I think it was Mis- Mr. Miracle? Uh, you're talking about Seven Soldiers of Victory, aren't you? I Maybe. Mr. It's... Miracle, Seven Soldiers of Victory. I haven't read that one. I've read a lot of Mr. Miracle. I read a lot of the original... Uh... Maybe. I forget. I'd have to like actually look at it, but... Um... He wrote because there was a couple things that people were like, "Man, he sucks at Batman," but these are great with with Tom King. Dude, I read a lot of Jack Kirby's Mister Miracle, the original Mister Miracle series. That shit is fire. That Jack Kirby is. Isn't Mister Miracle is? Isn't he? Is he a descendant of a new god or no? So he is the isn't son it? of High Father. Okay. And he when he was young, probably seven or eight years old. Highfather and Darkseid swapped sons. That was their peace treaty. So Highfather gave Darkseid Mr. Miracle Scott Free, and Darkseid gave Highfather Orion. So Orion goes on to be the hero of the New Gods, and Mr. Miracle goes on to be kind of the 
underground heart of the new gods. Mr. Miracle is thrust into what are known as the torture pits on Apocalypse. And he learns to escape them. And that's why his gimmick, to use professional wrestling terms, is that he can escape any trap. Like, he, he can escape anything. Because from childhood, he learned how to escape from certain positions in the, the torture pits on Apocalypse. And so, man, Mr. Miracle is an inspiring story. Mr. Miracle is... That's the, the run. Tom King did a run for Mr. Miracle. I, I know, know what you're talking. Are you on Univ- Are you on Infinite? Yeah, I love Infinite. That's yeah, great. Uh, it, but yeah, that was just Tom King wrote a Mr. Miracle story, and it was good. Is what I remember. I've I've read the first few, and I liked it. He also did. Uh, I think I, I think I told you about this, but uh, it was at the time where Bendis was writing Superman and King was writing Batman. That run was terrible. For, for, yeah, of course. For the Walmart books, when they were like, Walmart's going to be the new place for comics, uh, they had them switch, where King wrote a Batman book called Batman Universe, and it was great. And, uh, or no, sorry. King, King wrote a Superman book, yeah. and Bendis wrote a Batman yes. book. So Batman Universe by Bendis, and then Superman Up in the Sky by uh, King. And I've it was heard Up in the Sky was really good. It's fucking awesome. And it's literally about the idea of Superman having to deal with the fact that he cannot save everyone. And I was like, if anyone's going to nail deep. that, it's King. Yes. No, and, King's and then, a good guy for that. And then Bendis, who's really good at vigilantes, wrote Batman doing vigilante shit. And it was awesome. Bendis wrote Avengers for a long time. Who else did he write? He wrote Daredevil. I know did that. Did he write yeah. Daredevil? He did a Daredevil. Because when I think of Daredevil, I think of Frank Miller with Born Again. Yeah. That's just what I think of when I think of Daredevil. Of course. Um, but yeah. then he also wrote, because uh, Bendis did Ultimate Spider-Man, right? I think. Mm, Ultimate Spider-Man's really good. I never paid attention to the writer. It probably was I think was it was Bendis, because I'm pretty it's sure Bendis. got ben, a lot of Bendis in it. Because I think Bendis was the create, well, one of the creators of Miles. Because that's where Ultimate Spider-Man came up. and then Controversial take. Hot take time. Spit it. Hot take time. Can we? I want to clip that. So exactly. <laughs> My, you can clip that. Take. By clip all means, in. you can clip that. Miles Morales is a better Spider-Man than Peter Parker. And that's coming from a purist like myself. I like Earth 2. I like the golden age of heroes. When it comes to Marvel stories, I like the OG 60s Stan Lee and Steve Ditko stories and Jack Kirby stories. Miles Morales is a more Spider-Man Spider-Man than Spider-Man is. Because Spider-Man is meant to be a combination of ideals. So Spider-Man is Marvel's premier no-kill hero because Marvel is not as no-kill as DC is. Miles Morales... Which is, which is ironic when you think about it. They're like people are like, DC's so dark. And dark! Edgy. No! They're wrong. They only say that because of Batman. They're wrong when they say DC is dark. DC is oh, no. idealistic and lighthearted. I agree with you. Marvel I'm, is... I'm a, I'm a huge DC fan to where like I read more DC comics than I read Marvel comics. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm not well-versed in Marvel comics, and I love Western comic books. I'm not well-versed in Marvel comics. The only... I think the last Marvel comic I read and dropped... Because I was like, this is bad. Was Marvel Zombies. And I was like... I'm not even picking that shit up. Don't. If you're going to read a zombie story, read Deceased. Read Deceased. That shit is great. But, uh, no, yeah. Fucking... Yeah, DC's great. They're, like... DC is about idealistic heroes. So, my, my thesis is that DC is about gods overcoming human issues. And Marvel is about gods experiencing human issues. Ooh. That's a really good way to That's put it. That's really good. And so Miles Morales, with his organic web shooters, with his Puerto Rican background, with his inner city upbringing, 
is more accessible because the the way that Spider-Man was originally written was he was supposed to appeal to the everyman teenager. But the fact of the matter is, the everyman teenager, Steve Jobs, uh, he's dead. Um, <laughs> Elon Musk, fuck him. Elon Musk is not going to invent web shooters. That's not happening. God, I wish. Yet somehow Peter Parker invents web shooters. No, Miles Morales has organic webs. And he's a poor man from the inner city of New York. God bless Ma- Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, baby. God bless. That's the hell yeah, brother. I got in a debate with a coworker of mine today. Again, shout out to Owen. I got in a debate with a coworker of mine today about what the best superhero movie of all time was. Spider-Man Two. He said Civil War. I said what the fuck? No. What? I That's said, not even the best MCU movie. Yeah, for real. Spider-Man is the, is the closest the thing. No, to yeah, say, he Soldier, said Infinity like, War, and he said Civil War, which I respect. No, the, the, I, those I would are, put Winter Soldier. Those the are best. G- Winter Soldier's fucking fire. But he said Infinity War, or Civil War, and I'm not shitting on him. Like those are good movies. Those are very good movies, but they don't follow the hero's journey. Spider-Man One is the best by Sam Raimi is the best superhero movie that has ever been produced even greater than the dark I asked him today I was like what do you compare it to and he said Infinity War and I said not even Dark Knight like Dark Knight's up there man Dark Knight's number two Spider-Man Dark Knight's number three I'm sorry Spider-Man one the Batman two and then Dark Knight no Batman is not it's not it's not cinema masterpiece Dark Knight is cinema masterpiece would you I would you say that the Dark Knight is a really good because I it's not a good Batman movie. It's a good movie. It's a great movie, but it's a great Gotham movie. I agree. It's a great yeah. I was gonna say we we literally just talked about it. It's a great one of the best Jeff Gordon's portrayals. Jim 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 Gotham is a character in the Dark Knight. It's like that, and it needs to be. That's one of the things that I think the Snyderverse did really well is just making Gotham. Feel like Gotham, like a fucking nightmare city. Like everything is the, like Chicago. There, <laughs> there's or a Detroit. funny meme, dude. There's a meme that I love that says, "Oh man, the the Keaton verse turned uh, Gotham into this gothic architecture, and it's got it's got spires and flying buttresses, and everything is so dark." And then the Nolan verse decided to say, "Ah, fuck it, it's Chicago." <laughs> Uh, I that's I think that's the funniest thing about DC when everybody goes how dark do you see it's it's like yeah because all of you guys read is Batman Batman where Gotham is the worst place to live in everywhere like I forget what Superman comic I read where like they sh- where someone was like oh, at least I don't have to be beaten up by a fucking bat vigilante here or possibly getting exploded by the Joker and he kept listing Batman shit and su- <laughs> and, and Superman was just kind of like that's uh, so why I like being a Metropolis boy like he's like I like it over here in Kansas <laughs> dude. Gotham would have been nuked by the fucking National Guard at this point. <laughs> Gotham is a hellscape. Like, it's like an in, any, absolute in any hellscape. movie where they're yeah. like, just send in the nuke. We can't. We just gotta kill it. But I mean, Gotham doesn't matter the hellscape. casualties. They, in in the past, like ten years, we had <laughs> the War of Jokes and Riddles, where Riddler and Joker fought. We had the City of Bane, where Bane took over Gotham. Immediately after that, Joker took over Gotham in Joker War, 
Immediately after that, failsafe happened because Dude, Batman created. Has to be so cheap. <laughs> oh, it's uh, it's it's they're it's paying you to then pennies on the dollar. And you get like a refund at the end of the year for like damages. Like year. we would be rich in Gotham based on how much we had. To we pay would be we'd dead. Be in Gotham. Okay, to be That's fair, we'd be point. dead. <laughs> we're we're your average white guy yeah. who doesn't carry a gun. We would be dead in Gotham. There's no way about it. it we could carry guns, but then we'd get our fucking back broken. my Batman, bro. <laughs> no guns. <laughs> We'd get you pattering to the temple. <laughs> we're, we have a license for, for that concealed carry. We're, wa- we're walking through, but do y'all hear Nirvana playing? You <laughs> pick up a Batman. five you find on the sidewalk. Something in the way. You just hear that one guitar. <laughs> you hear that one guitar strum, you turn around, he's just standing there. You're like, Fuck! <laughs> Oh shit, that is that weird fucker that never sleeps. It's that fucking furry that beats the shit out of people at night. <laughs> What's that dude with the horns? They're ears. These are ears. No, this you fucker. is this is how edgy you know Batman can get. Is is if he's in a good mood, the ears are longer. When he gets in a bad mood, the ears grow a little Speaking shorter. Speaking of long ears, who's yeah. your favorite Batman artist? Um I did like I don't know because I, I I always go back to Greg Capullo. Capullo's a because like a he's, he's he's great. Um, fuck who? Um, is it fair for me to say Rocksteady Games? <laughs> no, it, it's absolutely <laughs> yeah, fair. I, because the portrayal of Batman by Rocksteady is perhaps. And I'm a comic guy. Perhaps the best portrayal we've ever had. Of I just Batman. love those long ass ears and the like the dragging cape. So Kelly Jones was an artist from the '90s. And she portrayed, or he, I'm sorry, Kelly is a man's name in this instance. In this scenario. I did, Kelly, I did want to mention <laughs> oh, again, My father's name is Lindsay, so I'm, I have no leg to stand on. I'm not making fun of Kelly Jones, but Kelly Jones portrayed Batman as a gothic horror. Literally like a, a night demon. And the generally accepted idea is that Kelly Jones portrayed Batman as criminals see him. Ooh, and it's horrifying. Like Batman comics, written by Kelly jo- or illustrated John. by Kelly yeah. Jones, are horrifying. Kelly Jones did all of the 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 covers for the Nightfall series. Like nice. like so the uh, scarecrow the drug. Okay, I know what realization you're talking about now. of yes, <clears throat> absolutely, absolutely. The fucking you, end of Arkham Knight. Of the end of Arkham exactly Knight. Exactly what yeah. I was about yes. to say. Yes. Just a fucking pillar of bats, and he goes ah. Um, No, Kelly Jones is a master, a fucking master at portraying the absolute horror that it must be to face Batman. I was going to say, I I was going to say Jock as well, because Jock is good. Jock did um, the Black Mirror part of what was in Black Mirror's thing, which was Dick Grayson Batman. Mm -hmm. And I do like how Jock portrays Batman. Or just in general, like, and he wrote, or wrote, he draw, he drew the Batman Who Laughs miniseries as well. Jock did uh, a, a really good series recently called uh, One Long Night. Okay, I've I haven't heard anything about it. Was it? And you, you recommend? Fantastic. It? Okay, I loved it. I loved it, and that's just me. I like I like epics, mm-hmm. so I'm 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 not objective when it comes to how good the story is. Yeah. But One Long Night is the story of a guy who has EMP powers shutting down Gotham and Batman has to get a prisoner from one side of Gotham to the other. 
without Ooh. the assistance of any of his gadgets or any lights in the fucking city. And now that's where I'm going to leave That it. sounds awesome. It's an actually. amazing story. One Long Night is a fantastic story. And it's drawn and written by Jock? Drawn and written by Jock. I'm going to have to check it out, actually. I've been, I, 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 have, I have been like debating it because I'm like, I'll, I'll check it out. I recommend it highly. The most recent Batman story I read was by Zdarsky with uh, The Night, which was like his version of Batman Begins. But, like, I didn't read The Night. It's, Chip Zdarsky's a fantastic fucking... He's currently writing Batman, and he's, he did Failsafe, which is awesome. Is it? Yeah, it's a Tim Drake centric Batman story where him and, I love it's him Tim, and Tim Drake. Drake. I love Tim Drake. We've we've talked Tim about Drake. this. I, love I wish Tim DC Drake. loved Tim Drake. <laughs> DC <laughs> hates Tim Drake. Even though no, even though now technically he's, he's like the poster boy of their LGBTQ like everything now. Yeah, but that also kind of shows that they don't care about it. They don't give fair. a fuck about. They're it. like, we don't give a fuck about Tim Drake. Make him buy. <laughs> He also has the most Kent, which well, they I will I will give Tim Drake at least his boyfriend is interesting. Fucking Jonathan Kent dating Damien in that story. No, he's Remember dating Bernard. Super some some white, Tim white hair and have sex with Damien. They need to be dating. <laughs> Tim Drake and Damien will date, but da- Damien is six years, still thirteen you. somehow. More like Damien. No, and, and by the time, by the time, uh, what story? Uh, by the time, well, they, War World came around. By the time okay. Superman War World came around, that's also Damien was well grown into himself, and him and Tim were talking about. Damien said. You know, I've never understood the way the world works for my father. Like it's, it's just like I, I, I can't quite comprehend it. And they gave, Jonathan Kent said the same thing. They he gave said, uh, Damien a girlfriend in one comic. I forget her name, but it was one of the Teen Titan. Uh, Jamian. <laughs> Damien's bi. Damien is He's, canonically oh, for sure. bi in my head. I feel, I feel like he is, but I feel like DC's waiting on the like the theoretical, like the figurative bullet to. To, of like, when do we need to drop that bombshell? Because I feel like I feel like they were like, all right, Tim's by, because there, no one. Tim's can... by, Jonathan Kidd's by, everybody's by. Well, They're just Oprah with the bisexuality. <laughs> you're by, you're by, everybody by. Because like they because for whatever reason, I'm here they, for it. They refuse to like their DC is like, and I forget who had said this, but someone like leaked shit where they're like, yeah, DC will not let Bruce. Dick or Jason be anything other than straight, but they will never confirm it. Dick Grayson, fuck Jason is Todd, bias fuck. Fuck you. Um, well, Dick Grayson is hundred percent bias fuck. You can't tell me otherwise. Also, that man is the most no, caked Dick Grayson up. Grayson is not bi. He is gay. Every woman he's ever been with is a beard. Dick Grayson is. A, <laughs> Dick Grayson is a gay man. I'm sorry. He just hasn't figured it out yet. Yeah, no. Dick Grayson is one hundred percent gay. He cultivates cake like. No other man in the whole universe. That man's ass is crazy. <laughs> it's, it's it's so much that when DC released thousand, the, I think it was when they did the thousandth issue of Detective Comics. They did a, a, a beach issue of a bunch of people. I saw that. That was and that Dick, was just horny bait. Dick, Gra- Dick Grayson's one. I saw it. No, I because. He shows dick root, I'm dude, pretty sure. The official DC Comics Twitter, the the picture said NSFW, click on it to proceed. I'm like, what the fuck? And I hit it, and it's the Dick Grayson cover of the swimsuit issue or whatever, and I'm like, dude. I'm like, that is the most didn't aggressive. Did they do a pride issue where Dick Grayson was like doing flips in front of the bi flag, though? Uh, or the gay flag? No, they so they did that for Tim Drake. All the Bat family was like in his picture of like, but I think we they, support you. But they Here did a Nightwing question. Issue. Here comes another question. Mm-hmm. Best LGBTQ superhero. Snowflake from Marvel. 
Marvel, Marvel is a pandering company. They don't even know how to portray um, that shit well. I, Safe space and snowflake. I think uh, superheroes. I don't know because I think recently I've liked the progression that Harley and Ivy have gotten in in how they're treated. It's hot. I mean, there's that, but like For I, sure. it's I think, undeniably hot. Yeah, I, yeah you, I, no one. Yeah, there's no debate that. there. There's no debate there, but like I, I do like. I guess Harley would be mine uh, because, like, in general. Do you have an opinion, Matt? I mean, that's an e. That's a straight as, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, ask, ask the buy one here. Uh, I feel BJ, like BJ. This is a new revelation for me. Oh, my bad. We yeah. can cut that out of the podcast. Please. No, it, everybody knows. I, I talk about it. penis all the time. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't mean it, it's a very cock centric podcast. All the hosts have penis. Speaking just. of which, side note, and we, I'm not going to interrupt. I am interrupting you, but I'm not going to cut you off. Uh, I am cutting you off, but I'm not going to leave just you talk. in the dirt. Just say the thing, goddammit. Has anybody seen Lee Bermejo's Batman's cock? What? The, that's what I was talking damned? about with the black yeah, Batman. Damned, Lee Bermejo drew Batman's cock, and that motherfucker—he's a grower, not a shower. But his his grower was pretty big. Like, <laughs> I mean, as a fat man, I relate to that. <laughs> Being a grower. But Who's your favorite LGBTQ superhero? That it's it's hard because it feels like reading this shit. A lot of the time, it feels like these people aren't bi. Feels like pandering. Yeah, it it just feels like we need to appeal to a wider audience. Just throw it in there. So I in in that vein I have to say Harley and Ivy too because Harley it feels like the only one that feels organic organic and real to well, me. It also cuz it it helps that even like cuz in Batman the animated series they kind of teased it even then where it's like they're friends and then even I think even like I forget who asked in one of the animated series tie Jimmy comics. Olsen is also a very good Is Jimmy Olsen gay? Jimmy Olsen has to be gay, bro. There's no way around well, it. No, well, you're well, right. well, no, I I will give it that he's bi because he I fuck. What's the what's the the supervillain? It's like the white ghost face a Superman villain who's like KKK man. Well, it's a it's a woman, but I forget I forget. It, she's like got like the kind of skeleton like almost. Oh, makeup. I can't think of her fucking yeah, name. Sh- uh, her and Jimmy Olsen are dating. No shit. Yeah. So well, at that the very him straight. The- so uh, bi because it's it's the goth like you know kind of. Muscle Yoked chick, up. and and he's the scrawny no, he, motherfucker. He's just a sub. He's not. Yeah. He's not bi. He's just a sub. <laughs> That's fair. It's, it's, it's hard Ol- to draw that Jimmy Olsen is definitely now, a sub. Now Jimmy. Now Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen, Olsen in the new My Adventures of Superman. A hundred percent. Yeah, I've heard it's it great. so good. It's so good. No matter what you want to, what line you want to draw to Jimmy Olsen, the the point is that he really definitely likes being pegged. And, <laughs> no, he does. And there, he does. And it's and hard he, to put a label on that. for Lois Lane to peg him. That's what he wants the most. A hundred percent. The thing is, he wanted it until, but so he's, he's, yeah, he, he's, sub, su- he's a, such a, a respectful sub-strike. friend that when but he also, never Superman's he, Have you ever seen him? a strap no on that well, didn't and, look and, like and a even then, like, and that that like that desire went away the second he saw those two. He was like, "They're destined. I'm good. That's their yeah, thing. No, Jimmy Olsen's a good man. He's the I, he's the I best best friend. My who's yours? You think Harley and Ivy? I mean, that's the one I'm most like read in. I like, and he's been around. Well, the news has been canonically uh, gay. I was gonna say Green Lantern. 2012 is Alan Scott. Yeah, Alan Scott is now my gay. favorite Green Lantern. Alan Scott, because yeah, as I've said three times by now on this show. I love the Golden Age. Alan Scott is my second favorite hero of all time. So he is de facto my favorite LGBTQ hero. Alan Scott is a fucking 
badass. And his run as Sentinel during 2003's JSA, he was OP as shit. Because he... So Alan Scott is not powered by the Guardians and Oa in their power battery. He's powered by something known as the Starheart, which is the conglomeration of all magical energy in the universe. Didn't he's he, just OP as shit. Alan did, Scott can't be beat. He's, I, I Alan would, Scott would wreck Superman. I'm sorry, but Alan Scott would fucking wreck Superman. I'll give, I'll give a, for the answer. You know, actually, here, okay. here's a, a better answer. Loki. Is Loki LGBTQ? They're pan. Loki's definitely... Loki's pan. Yeah, Loki yeah. will fuck anything. Well, because Loki will yeah, fuck yeah, anything, but also... A, because that, Loki would fuck a, yeah. a bird. Exactly. I, I think I just... I respect... I just like Loki as a character. You know, I... Be like, I agree with that. I, th- I think I'm switching my answer to Loki. <laughs> I'll, I'll, get, I'll give like yeah. an a, a honorable mention, uh, Midnighter and Apollo. Ooh, that's a good answer. I'll give him that. That's yeah. a good answer. In, wait, wait, was, uh, Min- was, Midni- World, was Midnighter the one that was in Grayson? When, when Secret Agent Grayson? We're going to have to do I don't another know. episode. Because oh, there was one of the Wildstorm comic characters was in there, and I think it was Midnighter. And every time, he, he was like Dick Grayson's frenemy. In the sense that, like, they would fight, but he was like, he was into Dick Grayson, and like, there was one panel where Dick is leaving, like, flipping around, and he goes, "God, I, oh, what an ass!" And he's like, "I gotta get to work." And he's like, <laughs> like, straight up, like, Dick Grayson kicks his ass. I haven't read Grayson. Grayson is really good. I think also a King, a Tom King book. I would love to Does see he a gay use a plastic gun in that man. story. He's a well, he's like a spy. He's a, a secret, secret agent. agent. Yeah, I know he that. Ha- he. Well, I don't know if it's like an actual like I nine think it's mil like a shit, gun. but it, yeah, it's like he has to be like a government secret agent worker. Yeah. So he has to. He's not. I mean, granted, because the narc. That's why he's not my favorite Robin. Well, is because do, he's a narc. Do you know why he was? Why he did that is because Batman straight up told him you have to fake her death and do this because I don't trust Amanda Waller. Okay, that's yeah. hard. That's amazing. And so, and and then Dick Grayson didn't tell anybody, and so of course he doesn't question shit. He is Batman's right hand man. I I love I love the he's panels. His right cheek is what he is. <laughs> <laughs> I I love the panels where because they neither Bruce or Dick told anybody. They're like, no, you have to be dead, Which and everybody. Classic has- Bruce. And and Dick was like, okay, I trust you. And then when everybody finds out he's back in the team, uh, both the two people who took it the hardest were Barbara, obviously, and then Jason in his you know fucking a- asshole angsty shit was like, like straight up was like, like he didn't like he didn't freak out. He just kind of was like looking. I was like. I fucking hate you. I I've said you know it that. once before on this podcast already. I cannot stand Jason Todd. Love Jason Todd. I, I cannot stand. That's Jason Luke's Todd. fucking favorite it character is. of all time. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, but no, Luke I do. Is know also, why. a really big Shadow the Hedgehog fan. That's true. Oh, that, that tracks. <laughs> that tracks. Edgy and red. Yeah. I think I. I think I've told you. I think I told you this, but like the first three graphic novels I got were Death of the Family, Hush, and Under the Red Hood. You're gonna be a Jason yeah. Todd fan if those are the first was, books you read. Yeah, it was the first. When, like I had read comics before, but like those are the first three like not graphic novels I pulled cover off the shelf. Cover, and was like, yeah. yeah, and so yeah, and then after that was when New Fifty Two popped off and he got his own book. So I was like, I'm set for life. And I fall. I follow. I got a Red Hood book. Yeah, I was straight because beforehand, I mean, I I hate Grant Morrison's version of Red Hood. I think he's the worst. But like uh, the fucking tall ass red helmet with the red skull. Oh, that's and the, the cape. He's recreating the Joker's Red Hood persona. <laughs> yeah. Um, bodily that, function. I'm gonna go pee. Go ahead. He's just sitting on a bucket. <laughs> we can just kind of go, we can go well, as long as you want. But hundred percent, we need to probably have, end it. Yeah. Have have uh, Godzilla and Kaiju. Seven Let's cut it here and make a whole other episode. Dude, yeah, let's just do two parter. Dude, did you see? Well, I, I'm worried. I'm worried about Sarah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I forgot about that. 
Um, <laughs> well, Nate's here to fucking. Nate's here to party. Nate's, yeah, Nate's down for it. Dude. I mean, I said let's go I for first, it. My first comic, the first one was Godzilla reading a comic, which are really good. I like the Batman one. The one where it looks but like he's holding like, a cigarette If we're not going to get to Godzilla. What we're talking about, because we're still recording, is <laughs> we, we're doing AI art for the episode as we record it. And uh, we did some Godzilla reading. Well, I've also realized book. that when we, I always have to listen back to the episode to to do the AI art, and it's. I feel like it's never on, on like par with what the majority of the episode. And that, about. I, I think that's a good strategy to do. Honestly, but I love no. the fourth one in the Godzilla reads a comic book because he's just in his giant sized apartment. Smoking a cigarette and reading comics. I don't know. I so, I kind of I kind of so, like the idea. So I kind of like the idea of Elvis Presley reading a comic to Godzilla. And so I did Godzilla reading a comic book. Oh, that is fantastic. And, so that, and then here's the other one, Batman. They're actually really good. <laughs> I propose. I like BJ's idea. Okay, I'm going to propose something. Okay. And I this is not my time. I do not want to monopolize anything. I want to be very clear. We are a democracy. I love democracy. I hate the United States. I love democracy. Call. Um, <laughs> I, I hate sh- the government. For I won't. Sure. No, I won't share my political affiliations <laughs> right now because they're very controversial. Welcome to the political episode, but, folks. <laughs> um, no, I won't talk about the fact that I'm a communist. But um, do we? You're a what? Do we? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. Rather Do red want, dead, brother. I've read a lot of theory. Do we want to cut here and go straight into Godzilla? Yes. yes. I think we should take well, a little here, bit of a I break. Mean, yeah, it's 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 all dependent on... I don't work tomorrow. BJ doesn't work tomorrow. You work... It's all I work tomorrow, but I'm leaving I all of this in. She can go home. Okay. Okay. Okay, then, then all of us are here to fucking... I would love to go straight into Godzilla. Let's do it. Then let's do it. Let's grab some drinks. We can. We can. Because yeah. that won't. There won't be nearly as much discussion on the Godzilla angle. I'm going to be honest. We not everybody on this table knows nearly as much about Godzilla, so it's not going to be a, as much. God, the it's mo- not I mean, be as much. I know. I know. Luke probably, have some things to talk about with kaiju stuff. And yeah. I'm just going to be like, what? No way. And then I'll yeah. probably ask stupid questions. But I it'll love be, it. I but love it'll it. be helpful for the people listening for sure. Um, yeah. Let's take a break. Take a break. Uh, thank you guys for listening to, to this. Are we going to... Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you for yeah. listening to this You're about to just end it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cyclist Podcast. This has been our normal-ass episode, I guess, with our buddy Nate. Thanks for listening to my first episode, guys. I can, love you all. Can we plug you as Nate Zilla? That's fine. I, <laughs> dude, I, That's, I'm, 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 I'm my, my, my wiener. It's poking through the ceiling. <laughs> you said that. No, that's amazing. All right. This is Nate Zilla. And uh, just be prepared to listen to our, our next episode with him, with uh, where we talk all Godzilla shit, all kaiju shit. It's gonna be great. So uh, go check us out on the socials. And as always, take it sleazy. <laughs>